0: Say something. Hello. I don't don't see anything. Am I on screen? Yes, you're on screen. I'm serious. I don't see anything but uh, Michael Bolden and Mike uh, Morell's pictures, the two mics today on the Robert Scott Bell Show.
1: It's your computer. Yeah, it could be.
0: It's Friday. It it Maybe my computer knows that I wrecked my bike yesterday.
1: Uh, Were you carrying your computer with you on the bike when you crashed? I think the computer has some kind of sympathy
0: or empathy for me. Uh, we'll, We'll talk about that in a moment. Anyway, I'm here. I'm alive. I'm standing up. And it's amazing. And we have a great show Friday heading into the weekend. It is August the 4th, 2023. Uh, scheduled uh, legislator, Senator Mike Morrell from California. And he's got a book called The Road to Restoring the Family, Leaving an Inheritance to Our Children, Our Children's Children. Uh, and we're gonna talk about that. Is that economic? Is that spiritual or both? We'll talk about that. Also, Michael Bolden from the 10th Amendment Center joining us every other Friday. Uh, we We have a great time. Tell your friends. Gather around. The Robert Scott Bell show is about to begin. RobertScottBell.com. Who do they replace Fauci with? Ooh, get ready. Get ready for that too. Thanks for being here, Super Don. Let's get this party started.
2: The Robert Scott the Bell, Robert Bell show. Scott Bell show. voice of health freedom and liberty the robert scott bell show
0: all right friday 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 coming through through the weekend uh but you got to go through me and super d and our guests today and that's not a bad thing it's a good thing although what nearly went through me was a mountain <laughs> yesterday i you know i don't know what i'm thinking but yesterday morning uh, you know, I do my normal fitness routine, hit the kickboxing gym, and I'm like, feeling like sensational. Have you ever had one of those workout days where you're like bouncing on what air springs something? You're like, dude, I can just do this forever. And so I did an hour of intense uh, training in the morning. And my good buddy, Dr. Ray Andrew had had messaged me earlier in the week, said, Hey, you want to hit the mountain bike trails? Because he's got the extra carbon fiber bike. I haven't pulled the trigger on one of those yet. Those are like used to buy a car for the price. You can buy a bike. Now it's silly. It's ridiculous. Anyway, great guy. And uh, we've been doing some rides uh, every once in a while when he hits the area and I'm like, Oh man. And then I had to get up. Well, stay up. Let me just say this last night uh, to pick up my wife and daughter. And they got in like after one in the morning. So I knew it was going to be a long day from the morning through and yet, I was feeling so good. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go uh, Let's go mountain biking. So I did, and not but a hundred yards into the ride. And this is, a, we're doing a new trail on a different mountain, uh, head over heels. Now, I, not head over heels in love with the mountain. Let me just say that, head over heels into the mountain. Uh, I just busted bad. And oh, there I was. And then this, funny enough, this picture is after. I'm still smiling. So you can see I'm here doing a show today, but you can see a little bit of dirt on my shoulder. There it is. That's me after the ride, uh, coming back home. Uh, I'll show you the shoulder in a moment. There it is. Uh, you know, kind of scraped off some skin bleeding and, uh, got my knee pretty good too. There's the, the nice gash in the knee. I didn't sew it up or anything. I just kind of cleaned it up a little bit with the water I had with me. And then, uh, uh, now it's, it's covered in a uh, silver gel, right? The sovereign silver gel, the healing gel. Anyway, here's the, you can see it today. It's kind of a, a shine and a, uh, deep bruise, but I'm okay. But I, it's like a shock when you go head over and bam into mountains. <laughs> it's, I didn't fall off a mountain, thank God. And it kind of took the wind out of my sails on this ride. And, and I will say that this ride was ridiculous already. And I, I, Ray is a machine. Dr. Ray is a machine. What he, he just keeps going. And it's like a, an ascent that just kept going. I'm like, dude, how high up do we have to go here? <laughs> and it was starting to get dark. And it, I was just, after that fall down, I was, like, not all there, made it up, consistent, persistent, went there, and then wrote it on down and survived it. Uh, but if I make little or no sense today, I will rely on my guests, uh, Senator Mike Morell and Michael Bolden and Super Don, to make all the sense in the world that I might not be making. Anyway, Super D, I'm here. I'm alive. I'm okay. I'm okay. But it's a little shook up. And uh, I have a
1: mosquito bite. You want to see? Yeah. yeah.
0: No. Let's see it. Let me okay. see that bicep of yours. No. So anyway, the 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 uh, fabric's just annoying it because it's kind of raw, and so yeah. I'm, I am doing this so you can see my muscles. Thanks to uh, <laughs> what? What am I doing? Super creatine from that's uh, right, nutritional frontiers. frontiers. It's awesome. RSB fifteen discount code on top of their already good sale price this month. So check that out. Uh, so anyway, I'm going to do my best, and I don't know what that means today uh, to cover some of the stories that you've you've sent me, and this one is a is a doozy, but not un, unexpected. Uh, the headline, at, uh, it's dossier.today, uh, apparently, and the uh, author is Jordan Schachtel. I believe that's how you say it. I think we've covered some of the, his uh, writings in uh, a substack before. Headline reads, COVID Karen installed as Fauci's replacement at NIAID. Is her name COVID Karen? <laughs> I think it's a great way to describe her. Fauci said she's going to be a good fit. That's all you need to know to show that she's disqualified or should be. If Fauci approves, if Fauci endorses, wouldn't that be reason enough to go, uh, I think we found the wrong gal. I think we found another criminal to replace the criminal, Fauci. But you come back to the who and meet the old boss, same as the new boss or vice versa, uh, basically. And this uh, Jean Marazzo, director of NIAID, that's been repl- – I don't know if she has to go through any approval process, but she comes from the world of the scam of HIV-causing AIDS, which is a big part of what? Fauci's history. And if you haven't read The Real Anthony Fauci or been listening to The Robert Scott Bell Show for decades now, uh, you you wouldn't know this, that these people orchestrated a mind – I want to say a bad word here, but let's just call it a PSYOP to get you to believe a retrovirus that they couldn't. They wanted to find retroviruses that caused cancer back in the day. The CDC, you got to understand under Reagan, was going to lose funding because it was just like there's nothing going on. And they needed something desperately to boost their funding and their their supposed need. And, of course, that's when the so-called politically incorrect statement gay plague uh, came about. It was originally called uh, GRID, Gay-Related Immunodeficiency. And uh, if you read, again, the real Anthony Fauci and other things that uh, Bobby Kennedy has now written based on the research and writings of many of my friends, including Liam Sheff and uh, Celia Farber and others and what we've covered on this show, uh, you had an entire generation of people that were engaging in horrific uh, practices that resulted in all kinds of infections, That Then they relied on antibiotic after antibiotic after antibiotic, decimated their their gut lining, their intestinal tract, the microbiome, the seed of the immune system, on top of taking things like amyl nitrate poppers that were destructive of the immune system, and on and on it goes. And it was predicted by some in the medical community that there would be some kind of devastating uh, uh, thing to account for in the late 70s and early 80s, and sure enough, they did see that in, in that population. And so then they, uh, the researchers that were looking for cancer viruses could never find anything that was of consequence. And then retroviruses were the new thing. And then they thought, oh my gosh, we, we found one with this AIDS thing. And they, you know, it was first HTLV1 uh, HTLV one, two, three, then HIV. Then you got Robert Gallo stealing it from Luc Montagnier in France. And again, that history is something most people still don't know about to this day. And I was covering it on the air since 1999 and caught a lot of flack for it because you know you were called an AIDS denialist if you didn't buy into the party line of HIV retrovirus causing it of course professor peter duesberg recognized one of the smartest scientists ever to grace our planet much less now in america coming from germany talked about how ridiculous this this claim was that a retrovirus was slowly killing your immune system with, you know without evidence and and why do i i, I revisit that in 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 the in covering this story it's because the disqualification of people who are following along with a death cult like this woman Marazzo, right g Marazzo. she's followed through and the science is piss poor and that's that's giving it more credit than it deserves and she bought into it she realized the profitability of just uh, playing the party line being inside the box on this and anything else And now selected to replace the criminal Fauci. Because, well, she's very well liked and very respected, Fauci told Stat News. She's going to be a good fit. It's a great challenge that she's going to be facing. It's going to be exciting for her, right? Because she's now in control of the fiefdom, fiefdom that Fauci had for decades, doling out the taxpayer funds to things that are only within the pharmaceutical box. And whether she is appointed to this thing or not, the entire NIAID should be dismantled. The NIH should be dismantled at this point because you can't tell where big pharma ends or begins and and the so-called government uh, research institution begins or ends. So what we have here is maybe somebody could explain to me where in the history of NIAID and NIH that they found anything but a drug or a vaccine that would be stamped with approval, legitimized, and brought out to the world then through FDA and other things, or CDC in terms of shots. It's an entirely captured research institution or institutions. And that capturing of our government by those pharmaceutical constructs or interests has devastated the health of the people of planet Earth, not helped them. The reality is all of the infectious disease that we see is largely the result of what? A a destruction or an alteration of the terrain, the environment, the milieu that results in the opportunistics that we can, that I can, that you can tamp down without even having to rely on a vaccine or an antibiotic. Case in point, my children, 23, 18, never once vaccinated, never once had an antibiotic. Not once. And they've had infections because it's a normal part of being on planet Earth, having a human body. But we haven't had to, to resort to those extreme measures that are unfortunately thought of as first line of offense slash defense, resulting in devastating consequences to the very integrity of the body that you have been given by God. That temple that we abuse and use and destroy in ignorance and arrogance because we follow people like Fauci and now Marazzo at NIAID. You talk about what's going to be the death of us adopting a stronger belief in an already devastatingly deadly belief that big pharma is going to save us from nature from the natural world by conquering nature by violating nature we are destroying ourselves and i did this uh super Don, i just saw this at bobby kennedy's website the thekennedy24.com he's running for president if you don't know if you watch msnbc you don't even know robert f kennedy jr is running for president as a democrat But RFK Jr. and uh, Super Don, let me show you this, and maybe you can put this into the notes or add it to it or show everybody. I think I might have sent it to you. There it is. Thank you, my brother. Uh, RFK Jr. to host virtual roundtable on revitalizing our food, farms, and soil, the farmers speak. And that's uh, August, uh, let's see, 3rd at 8 p.m. Is that yesterday? Was that yesterday? It's the 4th. We missed it. I wonder, it it looks like there's a link below. Maybe it's something you can watch already. But why I bring this up in context of NIH and NIAID is because Bobby Kennedy knows that the the quality of the food, the the agricultural uh, corruption of uh, big pharma, if you will, it's basically pharmaceutical food, has destroyed the integrity of food and created food as a loss leader, a profit leader, if you will, making the food cheap through subsidizing chemical agriculture, factory farms to facilitate sickness in the people of planet Earth. And then where are they required to go for their sickness? Well, we have a medical monopoly in America. There's no freedom in health care. Where's the free market, as I described yesterday in the show? Where is that? It ain't there. It ain't here. Even in you know, well, you guys, as I mentioned yesterday, you're so cruel, America. You'll let people go bankrupt because they have to go to a, you know a hospital for what? For a gastrointestinal distress that is not necessarily an appendicitis. And then they go bankrupt because they didn't have access to a naturopath, a homeopath, an herbalist, a chiropractor. Maybe a chiropractor is are licensed, but again, the the whole idea of licensure is so corrupting to freedom as well. It's about protecting a monopoly status of one. Entity or group, if you will, that works within a field promoting something that, of course, is very profitable when granted a monopoly by, what, government. Freedom is not monopoly. And that's what we have in medicine. And, of course, in agriculture, the subsidization of chemical agriculture, of genetic modified, all of that, disastrous to our health, and then we end up, oh, we're sick, we got to have doctors to give us drugs for diabetes, which is completely reversible. Type one's a bit of a challenge, I admit, but type 2 can be reversed with food. We've talked about it. Whole food minerals, chromium, vanadium. Go to choosetobehealthy.com. Get the glucose-sugar balance formula from uh, food research. choosetobehealthy.com. Use the code RSB5, and you can get a discount when you get that as well. All the minerals that we're lacking. So regenerative farming, again, another notch for Bobby Kennedy, even though we don't like Democrats, and I don't mean to be mean to Democrats, but the modern Democrats, they want to take your freedom, whatever shred last bit of freedom you have, they want it. They want to mask you up. They want to mass vaccinate you without informed consent, no ability to say no, you'll lose your job, you lose your eh, on and on it goes. We'll talk with uh, Michael Bolden next hour from the 10th Amendment Center, get more into freedom issues, how to nullify that which is occurring at the federal and even state levels. So with that, I think we got a guy uh, who loves freedom in California. i say one guy. I think there's more than that in California. A lot of people have left, but those that are sticking around, like God bless you, more power to you if you can do something there. He's the author of The Road to Restoring the Family, Leaving an Inheritance to Our Children's Children. It's out on paperback uh, as of this year, and you can also have a Kindle version. We have it linked up to uh, where you can get it. And uh, he's served in the legislature, uh, both houses, I believe, in in uh, California for a while as a senator as well. And uh, he's joining us now, Senator Mike Morrell. Welcome,
3: Mike. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this honor. It's great to be here.
0: Well, I'm happy to have you on board today. Maybe you can fill the gap for where I might fall down or fall over after wrecking my bike yesterday. But I'm, I'm grateful that you're here.
3: Well, wear a helmet, but I'd like to just add something that I experienced in California on this medical thing. Mm -hmm. Um, They had maybe a thousand moms come up to the capitol bill because this bill, um, SB 277, was to give the legislature the um, okay to determine any adding any additional vaccines that children should be mandatory to take, leaving that in the hands of politicians. First of all, I was skeptical, right? Especially since they're controlled by my friends across the aisle. But I spoke to some of these women because I actually thought kids at that time should be vaccinated. But these were moms that claimed their kids had been damaged through too many vaccinations, especially with autism. Mm-hmm. But I, there were some compelling things they said that made me a believer. One, a couple of ladies asked me, when were you born? And I told them, they said, then you probably had between four and six vaccines. And I said, you're correct. It was six. And then they said, do you know what's required now in California? And I said, I do not. And this young lady told me 72, and I found out that was to be true. So we've gone from six to 72. So um, that number one tells me big pharma has their hand in the pie, right? Second thing is um, I thought about this because then she asked me how many boom baby boomers because you're in a baby boomer age are there still alive? And I said, I think I've read 74 to 76 million of us. So she said, so what you're telling me is you've got 75 million or so baby boomers who are walking around out in California or across the United States, missing 65 vaccines. And she says, are you healthy? And I said, as far as I know, I'm healthy. And so that, that opened my eyes to, uh, I, think, uh, I think that's a very, disservice. So I'm worried with my grandkids. So I told our daughter and, mm-hmm. and so she was skeptical of what I had to say, cause she bought into the thing she heard, but the good, good news is she did a lot of research on her own and she, she does not trust, um, uh, all of these, uh, vaccines that supposedly are mandatory now. So I thought I'd just share that because that was yeah, my I- experience. And again, I, I just, uh, um, came to believe that maybe it has something to do with money, right?
0: Yeah, Mike, you're right. And and God bless you for being able to see through it and listen like, to the folks that come to you and say, hey, this is real, this is what happened, rather than gaslighting them like so many of the Democrats there in California and elsewhere. And And this is why Bobby Kennedy is a pariah among Democrats. They don't even want to debate him. Because he's he's listened to folks and he has integrity and, uh, you know, and I don't care if they're Democrat, Republican or whatever, if you have integrity and you're willing to listen and change your views, perspectives based on facts that are presented to you that you can validate, that is all I'd ask for. I think that's a a low bar because that doesn't even get into now the Constitution, which uh, very few people even recognize. Uh, even if you you know spell it out for them, show it to them in their face, they would violate it. Uh, most of what government does at the federal and even state level violates, uh, not only federal, but state constitution. So um, we're uh, maybe in the minority. Some would say, well, we're the silent majority, but uh, we got we got a long way to go, a lot of work to do. Now, when you wrote this book recently, and we have it again linked up, titled The Road to Restoring the Family, Leaving an Inheritance to Our Children's Children, are you talking just money? I have a sense that it's more than that.
3: Yeah, that's a good point. You know. So I I turned out of the Senate, I thought, what's next? What you know, as I get older, you you want to make sure you use your time wisely. Um, And I said, I've got eight grandkids with one in escrow (laughs) who's due in September. Right. And I said, I I need to set the course because we tried to raise our kids well. And at this point in life, they seem to be doing well. And we're happy with their direction they're taking. So I wrote this for them to train and raise up their kids my grandkids. So what I did is I wanted to give the best possible advice as I could. So not from my wisdom, I coined the phrase or borrowed a phrase from the declaration of independence, that there is self-evident truth and it can be discovered in the laws of nature and nature's God, meaning God places in the human nature and all of history, self-evident truth that we can discover if we're honest about it. Right. And so, I wrote um, I wanted them to prosper all across the board. And so I did write about finances, how to start a business, but also uh, defending freedom. Mm -hmm. I have three chapters on education because California was once number one in the world and America was number one in the world. And I've looked up these statistics recently. We're headed towards a third world government type of education system. And so um, the what I did is I when, I when I talked about politics, I looked to the Greeks, which the home of Athens, right, and stood on the shoulders of Aristotle, Plato, and Socrates to get their wisdom. Then I included, where appropriate, the scriptures. And then when I talked about finances, I did the same thing when I talked about Uh, restoring the Constitution. I stood on the shoulders, of course, of the founders, but also went back to, you know, um, the Greeks and and, and them. And then uh, on spiritual advice, like on morality or marriage, I I went and uh, stood on the shoulders and and gleaned the wisdom from Augustine, Aquinas, C.S. Lewis, and others, Mm -hmm. and, and then brought in the scripture. So I did the best to give them the best um, advice that I could across the board, and again, I've got it on finances, but I want them to prosper beyond financially. You know, as Aristotle says, you want you want to live the good life, meaning you want to make sure your soul is enlarged, you know, and you have, you have more virtues in your life than you do vices, because those are the things that bring us happiness more than just the material aspect of life, but also um, how to defend our faith, how to defend our freedom. Um, again, morality, marriage, and um, and uh things like uh, quiet reflection and taking time to pray and and i mm-hmm. just don't spiritualize it I, I looked up studies on people who take time to yeah. think about these things actually have better health and there's a bunch of studies on that stuff and so i did what i i could to give my kids and my grandkids the best possible advice and that's when my wife and i both thought you know this should be available to the public because uh part of my duty is from the advice of solomon is to, as a father to leave an inheritance to our children's children, which goes beyond the financial. And for me, it's, it's doing everything I can for God, country, and family. So that's no. when I decided to, to write this book and then get it out to the public. And, um, and I appreciate opportunities like this because people, uh, are a lot of parents. There's a lot of anxiety right now that mm. people are experiencing, right? parents, they're very concerned about the direction this country's going. And so this book's an, a, a timely book. Um, people are buying it. Um, older people with growing kids are buying two to five copies to give to their kids um, so that yes. I didn't expect that. But also, I think um, um, I'm trying to give them a sense to, to help our family because a strong family will make for a strong America. And then the last point I'll say, um, Frederick Douglass, as you remember, um, the former slave said something powerful. He said it's easier to build strong families than it is to repair broken men. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to get jumpstart this for yeah. my family as well as other families.
0: Well, the destruction of various communities in this country, including the black community, was the destruction of their families.
3: Yeah. What absolutely. has happened
0: since then? And uh, I don't think that should be controversial. Some will say, oh, that's racist. No, I'm talking about everybody. But yeah, you know, you can look at sub-communities you know, like divide up the community and go, uh, did the families, are they strong here? And you see something quite different. Uh, And as far as inheritance, it's an interesting thing. That's why I asked the question beyond economics. You know, what are we leaving for our children, our children's children? That's the kind of the looking forward. My dear friend, uh, Jonathan E who's uh, an FDA, uh, well, an attack dog. He, he goes after the FDA. He's beaten them back eight times in court, and he's taken on the FTC, the, the oligarchy. is amazing. Realized that they weren't following even when uh, the court cases ruled against the FDA. They still didn't follow what the court told them to do. So he's like, I, I got to do better for my kids. For the- I want them to grow up in a land that, that has uh, freedom, some level, and honors the Constitution. So he's running for the U.S. Senate in Virginia to defeat Tim Kaine, and we support him, of course, here. But as far as inheritance the economics of this people working harder and harder for federal reserve notes and they can't keep up with the printing so the inflationary spiral means you got to work harder and harder to get more and more but you'll never keep up unless you're the the first person to touch the money or the uber wealthy so to speak so we're seeing innovations in the monetary system people want to go back and utilize things gold silver etc and or crypto outside of the confines of of government control which we know that the the fed wants its own cbd central bank digital currency Uh, which would be the absolute abject enslavement of right now, our kids, their kids, and forevermore if it goes that direction. So, yeah. in thinking about inheritance, Mike, how many people are writing or talking about the fact that you can't chase Federal Reserve note dollars fast enough to keep up with the decline of the value, the purchasing power of that paper money?
3: Well, and um, I discuss how we avoid these pitfalls. They've all been written down for us in the Constitution, the Declaration, the Bill of Rights, the Northwest Ordinance. And so the founders put everything in there for a government to run smoothly. And there's a couple of things I want to point out. Uh, they would not blame politicians because they warn we the people. That's why the Constitution starts that way, a government of buying for the people. And then the declaration starts off to secure these rights. Governments are instituted amongst men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the government. They would say, hey, you people, the government of buying more than people, it's up to you to hold these guys accountable. But for us to hold them accountable, we have to relearn and restore the political principles contained in our United States Constitution, because what that does, our founders warned us about this central banking. They warned us about these currencies. I mean, we have everything a blueprint. In other words, here, here's what uh, George Washington said, which I love. "Why." was America become so powerful and prosperous overnight? He said, because it's the first time in all of human history where the best of Jerusalem intersected Athens. And what he means is faith and politics. So there's faith involved, which you know, there are biblical principles about handling money over a thousand scriptures I'm told, but also the home of the Greeks taught us about faith or not faith, but about reason. Mm -hmm. and politics and so we can those are the first time those two merged out of any other country and that's why you know we've been warned in the scriptures we've been warned in human nature and of course our constitution holds these principles why government's powers be limited and we have to retell the politicians they work for us not against us and they were hired or elected to be our servants and not our masters last point I'll say about that is again, we have to relearn it and hold them accountable. And I love what Ronald Reagan, how he described it. He says government is the car, the driver are we, the people, we, the people get in the car and we tell government which way to go, not the other way around. But today, we're allowing these government bureaucrats because now there's a fourth branch of government and that's called a bureaucratic state with over a thousand bureaucracies created with unelected bureaucrats that -hmm. you can never fire and they're placing laws and restrictions on us that should never be so we have to again take back our country and restore it back to limited constitutional government and we will solve those problems but again we need to be educated in these things because we've been warned based on history. And those men who went before us had a lot of wisdom when it came to not trusting human nature, mm-hmm. not trusting politics, and why they put these things in order as a guide for us to maintain our freedom and our prosperity.
0: Yeah. Uh, although I believe this is ultimately a spiritual crisis, the abandonment yeah. of our connection to the Creator, to God, yeah. uh, you know, when we talk about it politically or economically, there these are how the machine operates to deceive us so that we no longer operate as the driver of, in a sense, or we no longer have government or people in government that serve us. They are not responsive to us, much like, you know, I talk about the doctor-patient relationship, which used to be considered sacred. Now you've got third-party interver- interveners, whether it be insurance companies that are private, semi-private, government, or government. And those third parties are dictating to doctors what they can and can't do. And you go in and you're like, I think the doctor's supposed to be responsive to me, and he can't, or he or she can't, and so you've corrupted a relationship. Now, we talk about relationship to a servant government. Well, what happens if the government declares bankruptcy? Who's controlling the government? The people? No, since 1933, on it's on the congressional record. It's, it's not a conspiracy theory. We've been under a state of permanent emergency. Every two years, it's re, re-opt. That we are not a people- uh, we are not of the people, by the people, for the people anymore. We are a government that has become indebted to international bankers. We talk about the Federal Reserve Act of 1913, which I believe was blatantly unconstitutional, and other, everything that has have, happened since then. We've abandoned just weights and measures. There's no integrity in the money system or money supply, and it's a slave system based on uh, one of the key planks of the Communist Manifesto, in, in fact. We talk about the income tax, which the 16th Amendment technically didn't change anything, but people don't know how to read this stuff. So we are living in a a form of communism. Every plank is already in action, inactive uh, uh, right now. And so the delusion is, you know, we could just get our government back. But the question is, how do we do it? And, And everybody's got different perspective on it. And I'm open for all comers to talk about this. Uh, You know, we know if Bobby Kennedy gets in and becomes president, it doesn't change everything overnight. If Ron Paul were president when he was running, it wouldn't change everything overnight. There's so much going on here. If the people won't take responsibility for their lives and stop looking to the government to support them in every way, shape or form, uh, you know, this thing never gets resolved because the demand for government that is so big that promises everything never goes away either. And they're happy to enslave you to the phony system of welfare, whether it be individual or corporate.
3: And that is, uh, remember, um, part of this thing you you mentioned about the black family, I've had two black pastors tell me one said that, um, um, well, both of them said 80% of, uh, the children are born, you know, in, in homes that are broken homes, right? No fathers
0: usually. Yeah. And the majority
3: of men in prison overwhelmingly come from broken homes. Uh, young women that get in prostitution usually had daddy issues. And so number one, yeah, we do have to restore the family, but also, um, you know, talking about restoring the Constitution, we, we have to relearn some of these things. You know, I, I like Hillsdale College just to offer up. They, they've got free courses. I mean, they're like master degree courses. They're the on
0: one the college that's not Marxist.
3: Well, yeah. And they don't take government funds. One of the few right. colleges that don't. And, and so the thing is, um, uh, but we, again, listening podcasts like this and learning, listening or watching their Constitution 101, because I, I don't think it's going to take a majority to prevail, as they say, but a minority, uh, I forgot what it said. An irate,
0: tireless minority, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, keen on sending the blush, brush fires of freedom aflame mm-hmm. or something like that. You it's know?
0: sacred fire of liberty, as we talk about here all of the time. Yeah. I agree, it's not going to take a majority. People wait, oh, until everybody does. No, it, until you do it, until I do it, until she does it, and he does it yeah. one at a time. And that's the power by what? power of no, for instance, nullification, which we talk about with Michael Bolden next hour, at the 10th Amendment Center, Uh, the power of no is powerful. Our two year olds learn it better than we as adults.
3: (laughs) Well, you you make a point. People ask me whenever I speak, what's the number one thing that I can do? Excuse me. Mm -hmm. We have the power to speak when we're silent. This is where we blow it. When we're silent, it only emboldens that evil. Politically correct speech is there to shut us up because they know they can't win the argument, you see. And so the most powerful thing we can learn is to learn the arguments and then talk about these things, because I will tell you, I've seen this in my own life. I'm on the board of Arizona Christian University, where uh, our kids got kicked out of one of the largest school districts over there because they don't believe in our mission statement. So we sued them through Alliance uh, Defending Freedom and we won and they had to do a lot of things to redeem themselves in our eyes. And so I think the thing is, it's about time, uh, patriotic people, people of faith stand up, draw the line in the sand, plant the flag and take back our country. Cause at one time this was God's country. I'm convinced he wants it back, but we have to take it back. And one last thing too, that just gives me hope um is you do have programs like yours are popping up all over america just in the last couple of years second thing is this is a powerful movement when you see these young parents returning to school board meetings and they want to take over their school boards because they don't want their kids indoctrinated they don't appreciate when a grown man shows up and said can i I dance provocatively in front of your five-year-old and so they just want their kids to learn two words or they just want one thing and that's they want their children to learn. So this is a healthy thing going on. And mm-hmm. if, if we can, if we can, and when people get involved with these kind of things, it forces them back to learning the constitution and that sort of thing. And so I'm just hoping this is one of many movements that uh, Lord willing, our, our country will be restored once again.
0: Well, and I love that you're speaking out and, you know, just because you're not in government now, right. Doesn't mean you all have no ability to, change you know the 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 terrain so to speak and those of you who are writing books or opening turning on podcasts or being a podcast all of this is it it makes that difference and the book is called the road to restoring the family leaving an inheritance to our children's children Uh, i think this is a a book that uh, everyone should read and uh, uh, leslie likes it she says that sounds like a great book i agree uh, and, and I hope that everybody picks it up and uh, reads it and, and takes it to heart and starts transforming this terrain one by one and at the family level, right? It's not going to be because we have the most awesome president we, we would hope to put in there. Yeah. That's, yeah. you know, one part of the equation, but it's really what we do at the ground level that makes the biggest difference. And if we, as you said, silence can be a uh, complicity or consent. If we don't speak up, if we don't protest, and if we don't say no and mean it, the problem is many people say no, but they don't mean it and they know it. And until those folks in so-called government are afraid of us again, uh, they're going to continue to rain tyranny down upon us because that's yeah. the nature of government. That's what our founders warned us about. That's why they established a constitution to limit and constrain government, not the people. But that document can't do it by itself. It takes people willing to stand up and defend it and defend individual liberty.
3: If not, I, I think, I don't remember who the founder was, but I like that second half of his quote. If we don't do those things, we'll soon find ourselves licking the boots of those tyrants, mm-hmm. you see? And that's one thing we want to do. Ronald Reagan rem- reminded the communists when he was speaking in the Soviet Union, it's better to die on your feet than have to live on your knees to your slave masters. And that's kind of uh, where our country's headed. And so again, um, Shows like this, uh, very grateful. And, um, you know, there's other movements too. Uh, oh, real quick, like if I have a few minutes here, um, there's a pastor and you've probably seen it on TV. It's been all over America. His name's pastor. Well, it doesn't matter his name is, but it's Tim Thompson. And he, there was seven school board seats available uh, within, in some cities right around where he lived. And he he uh, recruited seven people from his church, raised 300 grand and got five out of the 7-Eleven uh, five out of the seven elected to the school board. Mm-hmm. And it's been on national TV in Temecula, if you've seen anything on it, because you've got one side of parents with the United States flag and crosses, and you've got the other with the LGBT type of thing fighting against them. But they're holding it tight. And Governor Newsom, our famed governor, who's going to run for president, in my opinion, um, af- after he aces Biden out, um, is going to fine that school a million dollars, supposedly. But they. You know, they can they can uh, when you have strong people in there, those people aren't going to budge. They are principled people and they're going to stick and make sure the curriculum is things like reading, writing.
0: Imagine that
3: arithmetic. I know going back to well, the basics.
0: The three R's becomes the fourth R because they will call it racist. How dare yeah. you teach that? That's right. Ra- math is racist. You've heard that. <laughs>
3: I, I've heard that.
0: I know how people are falling for it. I think. uh Part of that dumbing down is the nutritional deficiencies, the heavy metal toxicities. Uh, I can't ignore that as a holistic healer, uh, that uh, our human physiology impacts our ability to think clearly. And oftentimes people are so devoid of the nutrients that are needed for function, full function of the brain and nervous system, much less the the gut, that uh, again, unfortunately the medical system is designed to poison people back to health, which is an absurdity.
3: Well, the thing is you, They sure like to give out prescriptions a little bit too easy. You know, when I was growing up, Mm -hmm. man, you, you were, well, why do you need this prescription? Why do you think, I mean, you know, the doctor sort of puts you through the hoops, right? And then I remember sometimes, even when we first got married, there was times that the doctor said, why don't we wait three or four days? And because, you know, I would get bronchitis. I had that thing when Mm -hmm. I was younger. And um, why don't you wait three or four days and then we'll take a look at it again. But these days it's like, hey, uh, we'll have it ready for you. Um, at the pharmacy. So they're making a lot of dough, buddy.
0: Yep. Hey, do you have any upcoming events? I know uh, we've got one California event scheduled down in the LA basin at Glendale uh, Hilton, um, Glendale, California, the cancer control society's 48th annual convention. And uh, that's a wonderful time for all the holistic healers to get together, medical included and talk about things unapproved by the fear and death administration, which is what we need to do because Cancer Need Not Be a Death Sentence, there it is, Cancer Control Society 48th Annual uh, Convention. Uh, And that's Labor Day weekend, Glendale Hilton Hotel. Uh, I'd encourage you all to be there with us. Uh, Prior to that, we're gonna be uh, next weekend, I think the 12th and 13th of August in Des Moines, Iowa. uh, A fellow Californian, Senator Mike Morrell, our friend G. Edward Griffin, you might've heard of him. The author of uh, Creature from Jekyll Island uh, is hosting us at the uh, Red Pill Expo. And you can uh, join us in Des Moines, or if you can't, it'll stream live. You can buy tickets either way. And there are going to be a lot of amazing folks presenting. I'll be emceeing the event and speaking there as well. And I'd encourage you to come out. I'll have uh, all kinds of fun things you can tap into. So again, Dr. I'm sorry, Senator Morrell, is is there uh, an event that you're attending speaking publicly?
3: Well, I've got a couple coming up on October 8th at uh, Calvary Chapel in San Jose. Okay. And then I believe it's the 27th of October. I'll be speaking at the Silicon Valley Republican Women's Club. Some people have said, what do they have? Five women because it's Silicon Valley Republic, you know, Silicon right. Valley. They have over 300 uh, members in that club. Yeah. And then um, I've got a couple of local speeches. I'm speaking at the uh, Rancho Cucamonga Republican Women's Club coming up. And so um, um, I've, I've got a, a good number of uh, speeches and some more podcasts coming up. And I'm going to be speaking, I hope, at um, um, another uh, big uh, church coming up here that has a mega, uh, you know, 20,000 people. So I'm speaking to churches and uh, primarily uh, Republican clubs and then also business organizations. Um, so,
0: If you were invited by a group of Democrats, would you go speak to them too?
3: You know, depends on the subject, but I actually – uh, walked into the fire. This was pretty cool. A few years ago, mm-hmm. I was the only Republican invited to the uh, uh, teachers convention or the teachers unions, you mm-hmm. know, and they had eight people speaking. I was last to go on. I got on there and I had my speech just to be nice, you know. And then I had the speech, what I really wanted to say, but I wanted to kind of measure the crowd. And so I got there early and heard uh, three of the Democrats speaking, And all they did was patronize. Just, you know, you guys would die for kids. You love kids. We love you. I mean, it was really wishy washy and very, very sickening to me. Mm-hmm. And so surprisingly, I, so I went ahead and gave the speech that I really wanted to give. And I talked about uh, a little bit about from C.S. Lewis. Um, you, you talk about, you know, how this thing is spiritual. And if you read the Screwtape letters, it's a fictional account. And Screwtape is trying to destroy these people's lives. This one boy in particular, he says it had a dozen incompatible philosophies dancing about in his mind. So basically what he's saying is whoever controls the mind, which is school, controls Mm -hmm. that young man's soul and eventually his eternal destiny. So I shared that and there was teachers in the audience who were nodding their head up and down. And so I said in this age of divorce and that kind of thing, your job has become even more responsible. You know, it's maybe unfair, but we cannot allow that to happen to our kids. We have to be careful what we put into their minds. So anyway, I I really liked it. Afterwards, people came up to me. They wanted their picture taken with me. But the following year, um, (laughs) the union, I had this young school board lady on the school board call me. She says, Senator Morrell, where are you? And I said, what do you mean? She says, you're on the schedule to speak here in 15 more minutes. And I said, well, they never invited me. So I called the next day, talked to the guy, and he apologized to me mm-hmm. that uh, he oversight. And then the next year, the young gal called me again and said, you're on the program, but you're not here. And so they did that on purpose, the uh, unions, yeah. I believe. To, Invite to say, you, but
0: don't tell you you're invited. That way we could say, hey, we're inclusive. He didn't show up
3: yeah now, I yeah, know he blew them off. so but anyway, so that that I spoke to a, a little bit of a hostile group, but the speech went better than what I think the uh, uh, union thought it would go because a lot of the teachers were affirming what I had to say. One mm. guy says I'm a lifelong Democrat, but I would vote for you, you know nice. and so you know and I was kind in my demeanor and everything sure and so but yeah, then they stuck it to me afterwards, you know so of course uh, but I would show up again
0: yep yeah. well, to your credit. Again, you're not uh, fully what we call partisan. I think it's principle. That's the P word we're looking for here, principled. That's, and you know, I have a,
3: one of a, both of my boys and my daughter are principled. I have one boy and he was had the honor working for Justice uh, Clarence Thomas. And he would always remind me, try not to get weak need because we can never violate the United States Constitution. So the father's supposed to be instructing the son but it was nice that he would remind me, encourage gotcha. me, you know, anytime you get a little bit of weak, weak knee, yeah. make sure you go, you can compromise your preferences, but not your principles. And we can never violate the constitution. So I'm proud of him that he would remind me of that because there was times, you know, you get back in the corner, you got people calling saying, we're going to vote you out of office next time. So it's easy to get timid, you know, and I see why people, uh, end up compromising in vote. But I had, mm. I have a good family that, uh, kept me honest.
0: Yes, stay strong. Senator Mike Morell, it's a, a honor to have you here with us today. To I appreciate appreciate all that you're doing. Everybody pick up the book. It's linked up in the show notes today at robertscatbell.com. August uh the 4th, Friday, heading into the weekend. We'll have a wonderful weekend, Senator. And uh you know, when you get your website set up, let us know too so we can send folks your way.
3: I uh, thank you very much for the opportunity to be here. Yeah. Great, great show. Thing. Appreciate the
0: discussion. I really do. Uh, that was great. Super Don. Another, uh, like you said, I like bringing people a principle on the show. That's kind of our focus. I mean, we don't, we don't try to get on people that aren't it'd it be, it wouldn't go as well <laughs> unless you like a little bit of discomfort, uncomfortable awkwardness. Speaking of which uh, our friend, Scott Schera, uh had, uh, we interviewed him, uh, Scott Nugent. On remember the, the the guy that went tra- tra- tried the transgender surgery and he's like speaking out against it.
1: How yes, did that, I I do. I, how did I that, helped him with that recording.
0: The, the, they yeah, they had an interview together and that must have been yeah. interesting. Uh it I didn't was get to see it.
1: Yeah. It was very interesting. In fact, I would encourage you to go watch it. Yeah. Uh because there was there was uh there were a couple of moments in there where I was, you know, as I was helping him out with that that uh interview. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like, "Whoa, where's this going?" <laughs> because uh, Scott is a very talking about principled, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Christian conservative, man. and yeah. and it got into places where I was where they disagreed mm-hmm. on things, and you know, when you take a look at the way society is right now, mm-hmm. how polarized everybody is, uh, the you would have expected that conversation to go sideways. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, it didn't. And it was was a very, very teachable moment.
0: Another good example of how we can disagree with one another and still engage and not walk away with animus. In other words, anger and hatred and rage and all of that. Uh, This is the the thing that's been lost over uh, now generations, I guess. I think orchestrated, as uh, uh, Senator Mike was talking about in terms of the education system. Um, you know, who else has said this, um, Bruce Lipton talked about the Jesuits. They said, give me a, a child for the first seven years of life and, and we'll make the man, you know, they, they've got control over, uh, these kids that raise up and they're like, where do they get these ideas? Now, when we were in public schools, super D, uh, there was some stuff, but it wasn't anything like this, but I acknowledge no. too, though, I had to undo or deprogram much of my learning from grade school to high school, to college, university, because most of it was wrong on some key and critical issues, much less the constitution that they didn't really discuss. Uh, So we're dealing with much worse scenarios of these kids growing up completely programmed uh, into Marxist collectivist views. And then what do we expect is going to happen? Uh, So, oh, we have another story here. Uh, This one's interesting. Um, I did not know this about cardiovascular surgeries. I, I was going in on, um, you know the, the the cardiovascular system recently talking about right. the, the bypass surgeries and things right and when they go in to do these surgeries apparently a number of times and I don't know what the percentage is super D, if you know it they also go in there and go hey that little thymus gland it's in our way let's just remove it
1: i I learned about that uh, a few hours ago i yeah. never i never heard of now I've heard of the thymus gland Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it, but I've heard of it. Oh, it's key to the immune response. Oh my gosh! It's not something people talk about much, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But apparently, according to this this article, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. study reveals unexpected
0: importance of the thymus
1: <laughs> in adults. It's like
0: unexpected. <laughs> Let's say God put us a thymus, and you're like, Nah, we don't need that. That was redundant.
1: Well, apparently, science. Right? Let's follow yeah. the science. Yeah. Uh, uh, up until this discovery, mm-hmm. they thought that the thymus gland was only something that was important during childhood right. and and, and uh, uh, before birth, that it, according to this, it produces immune T cells before birth yeah. and during childhood. And then after that, they just figure it's non-functional. Right. And so yes. apparently when they would be doing cardiac surgery, they wanted to have access to the heart and the major blood vessels. They would just go, ah, we don't need this, you know and just toss it in the sink or something in the the pan yes but apparently that that was not a good idea this was at a mass
0: general uh hospital they published it in new england journal of medicine uncovered evidence that uh, the thymus is in fact critical for adult health now uh, the immune system is is critically dependent on the thymus gland how do they not know this i mean if we crazy homeopaths that are not scientific right we're not medical doctors could figure this out, how do they not know this? This is where I'm embarrassed for doctors and scientists, like, well, it, it, that doesn't have to serve a purpose there. And so they evaluated the risks based on those who've had them removed and those who didn't in these surgeries uh, for death, cancer, autoimmune disease. This is among 1,146 adults who had their thymus removed during surgery. And, and, and then they had those that they compared against that didn't have the thym- thymectomy, okay? They measured T cell production, blood levels, immune related molecules in a subgroup of patients. Five years after surgery, 8.1% of the patients who had the thymectomy died compared to 2.8%. So that's uh, two and a half times or so, 2.9 times, almost three times the risk of death without your thymus gland. Do you think that's statistically significant? Also, during that time, it says 7.4% of the patients in the thymectomy group lost their thymus, developed cancer, compared with 3.7% of patients in the control group, a double the risk. I, I, just, I can never overstate how dumb doctors are that would just go in and, hey, that's in our way. Let's remove it. We just think it's for kids and babies and whatever.
1: It, it, it's, I haven't seen a story like this in a while. We've yeah. covered a few of these in the past where it's just like, did you really think you were made with extra parts? You know, I mean, it's it's different. I suppose if I had to come up with an example of something yeah. that I've heard about or read about or whatever. Yeah. I, I've heard that your pinky toe mm-hmm. uh, is is like over uh, the time as man has, has evolved to some degree that, that your pinky toe is not necessary anymore have you heard
0: this before yeah lose your pinky toe and see how it affects your balance
1: yeah it probably would i'm guessing but you know it's just like you 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 have a thymus gland Mm -hmm. (laughs) probably good idea to hang on to it do do you think isn't the the appendix is the same way right well yeah they thought it was
0: nothing and then they found out it's a storehouse for replenishing the microbiome in in the in the wild Ah, you don't
1: need that gallbladder no you don't i don't need that. that you don't need one of those uh,
0: dude you know, I remember dr batar would always say that you know 10 percent function in the gallbladder let's remove it hey how about restoring from 10 to 50 to 70 you know no it's not a consideration i i just you know how long have i been at this sometimes you're just exasperated until you know another story comes up like this and you're like yeah we have put all of our faith in medical man and that medical man has uh devolved from some, something that might be considered highly intelligent and the ability to go through medical school and get the degree, but then they applying what they learn that has literally nothing to do with actual health and function other than, again, their response in acute injury situations, bullet wounds, et cetera. And beyond that, they apply that to like, they're a bunch of dunderheads. Now, we have many friends in the medical field that are going, yeah, RSB, you tell them. I can't. I'm not allowed to say this stuff. And we appreciate them and I appreciate you. But that profession is something that, well, if we just go back to the third leading cause of death, if we go back to World War II and say, who visited the atrocities on innocent children? You know, whether they be Jewish or black or whether the gypsies, the gays, whatever it was, the, the mentally deficient in some way or other, these are the things that were visited upon by doctors did that. Why have we exalted doctors to a status of beyond reproach, beyond the ability to question these things? Like this is where COVID came in. People listened to doctors like Anthony Fauci as if he was a demigod. When it turns out, he you know, we know he's, a, you know, a criminal little weasel rat man, and he's following on with whoever the lady is coming on from the same lineage to take over the NIAID. And why are we still investing and in thinking that's a legitimate institution to have a captured agency or any captured agency limit our freedom? And I question again what I said in the opening today, Super D. What has the NIH and NIA NIAID done? In terms of actually providing information on nutrients minerals herbal remedies homeopathic to look in and go hey look we're seeing legitimacy here and of course the one all time, quackery what are you talking one, about the one time we had that with the office of alternative medicine the nih in the 1990s wayne jonas was running it at the time my mentor was actually one of the reviewers of, of uh, studies that they would actually investigate uh to look at oh my gosh the thought that something natural might have an impact on disease that couldn't be patented. And then they corrupted it and it became the NCCAM. And basically it's, it's a captured agency and industry and, uh, by industry. And now what, what is there? And so we're going to continue to fund this, participate in this, legitimize this. I think we need Michael Bolden on the show. Talk me down off the ledge at this point. I think he can help. Are you on the ledge? Be careful you don't like fall it. off the
1: ledge. Yeah, well, you might, well, uh, you might rec, injure yourself.
0: wreck fell off my bike. Actually, it wasn't mine, it was uh Dr. Ray Andrews' bike. Thank you, Ray, for let me lending me your carbon fiber. Boy, did I fly off of that thing. <laughs> wow. Anyway, I'm still upright. We'll see if we can hang out for another hour. Uh we are going to be giving away if if all goes well and if Michael Boland participates, maybe he even might win some of these. Uh I've got the RSB show apricots from the backyard tree and i froze froze dry them i freeze dried them froze dry them they're like they're like helium they float but they're yeah. amazing when you try them you'll be like oh they'd be cheap to them. ship huh oh yeah they're super light other than the yeah. size of the bag but yeah nice. uh, i want to see we we put it out there for you that would call in and do the kindness to say why you listen to or watch the robert's Belt show so we'll pepper some of those in maybe right through we had 15
1: participants round. by the way
0: 15 so we'll yeah. we'll pepper that in through the bonus round and uh, michael bolden might have something to say about that too. So you ready for the second hour of the show, anybody? I'm ready. All right. Quick thanks to uh, Bob Reoran and Folium PX. If you've hit a ceiling in your healing, you want to break through Chernobyl-level antioxidant activity, FoliumPX.com. Use the code RSB10 to get 10% discount on all of the products there, the Folium Original, the Folium Immuno, Folium Relax, more to come. It's an amazing thing. It got my mom back on the dance floor, and we've done a number of interviews. It's helping G. Edward Griffin to maintain integrity. What is he, 90? Unreal. We're going to see him at the Red Pill Expo next weekend, August 12th, 13th, and that's uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Hope to join me there. Hope to join you there. If not, stream it. There are tickets available. We have the links up in the upcoming events tab, and there are banners on the side of the page at robertscatbell.com. So thank you all for being here. Thank you to uh, Senator Mike Morrell, and we'll take a top of the hour pause and be back with Michael Bolden from the 10th Amendment Center next, because the power to heal is yours.
2: Scott Beljo.
0: No you know what popped up on my feed uh, in Facebook? You know how those pictures pop up from years ago. Super Don, you were pretty good at—I think it's called Photoshop. Now it's of course AI, but but long before there was AI, Super Don was making fun of me to you know posting my face on different things. Did you see this one that you did? Some I did years see ago? that.
1: Yeah, I don't remember making that, but. Um, I, I
0: who would, who would have done that? I
1: don't Dude, I well well it was me. I mean yeah, I it obviously it was, was me, but uh that was 2014 was the yeah. date on that. That's a while ago. I've I've done a few things since then, but uh um people want to see it now. Yeah, I mean it wasn't really that good. I mean it was kind of just chopped <laughs> together. I was you know, I don't even know if I even used Photoshop. It wasn't even Photoshop, but it was probably something else that I was using, but uh you know I just find things and I try it. I'm still that way. Yeah. Uh, let's well, see right. here, that let's was on can... Facebook. Here, let me yeah. find it real quick. Here. Show that well,
0: picture and then we can move on and bring uh, Michael Bolden in the mix here. Oops. Also, uh, as, you're, as you're getting to that, um, I, I just ha- I have to comment. This is one of those t- times where, you know, listen, I fell off my bike yesterday. I'm gonna take a, a mulligan on something I'm gonna say here. Marianne Williamson, who's I think running for president as a Democrat again. <laughs> She's dumb as a rock on Who this. Who is? Marianne Williamson.
1: Oh, she's a nice lady, she, She's
0: a nice lady. I she's grant you. She's a nice lady. But I, the reason I'm saying this, and I sent you the tweet she put out on August 1st, just a few days ago. This I confirmed. I'm looking at her feed. It's not made up. She said, COVID is still a threat, and there are many long COVID sufferers. We should reinstate mask mandates in what? healthcare settings. Ensure free high-quality masks and PCR tests and mandates... Effective air filtration for all. No, no, no. Yeah. PCR tests, really? Masks, really? Uh, I'm just sorry. I had to comment. You're yeah, a nice lady, you know. Marianne, but on this issue, yeah, is a rock.
1: Yeah, I've right seen now. other people talking about that. That they need to come back yeah. as well. In fact, I was reading something about that this morning. Yeah. So, all right. So here's the here's the infamous uh, uh, Photoshop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, and and that was taken of Art Bell.
1: That's that's um, a that's a classic Art Bell photo that right. uh, apparently and I put your head on. And
0: I don't know how many people asked me over the years when I was on TRN, are you related to Art Bell? You're oh, that yeah, guy, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. I'm like, other than we got started on the same network and syndication, that was the only relationship. And we didn't do an overnight show talking about UFOs. Oh, well, we yep. we might, but <laughs> there you go, Super D. That was long before AI.
1: You did that. Yeah, so. I, I don't know how I did that, but very fun. Anyway, kind of cool. I'd forgotten. I've completely forgotten about that.
0: So let's see if Michael Bolden's uh, uh, restream connection works today, shall we? Bring him in.
1: Um.
0: Oh, um, I forgot how. Um. <laughs> what is this? Uh,
1: Yes, here he is. There he is
0: with so Robert Scott Artbell. Intro. Yes. Is there. this thing
4: on? It yes. Is.
0: Hallelujah. <laughs> where's Joni? Where's Joni today? Good question. I don't
1: you know. You know, this is not the Joni show. <laughs> but but that was Joni. a great. That was a
4: fun, <laughs> fun time. That was yes, great. It was where's That's Joni? First thing he
1: says, "Where's Joni?" Right. I'm. Well, I'm well, going to go eat lunch. I'm out of here.
4: I see this other co-host up in the top right corner, and I figure. That's definitely not Joni.
1: <laughs>
0: of course, that was me back in my cigarette smoking days. That <laughs> back I when had, you lived, I in had the... cigarette smoking days. You did. You and Zuberdon. Yes. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I'm in the minority here on
4: that one. I don't miss it. No. I do. You do, do you? Them, which, which means I'm a serious addict.
1: No. Wow. Listen. Listen. You, there's every once in a while because you know the thing was smoking, mm-hmm. and I don't. I don't know how what your experience was, but you know, for me, it was a crutch. You know, anytime there was anything stressful going on, it was like, oh, God, I got a lot of cigarette. But there were also psychological things. It was like every time you ate a meal, right, mm-hmm. it was time to smoke a cigarette. When you get up in the morning, right, uh-huh. it's like the first, you know, you think that's like the worst thing you could do. You've slept all night. The first thing you do is smoke a cigarette, but that's what you did, you know. And so the eating thing was a big thing for me because it was just – it was a habit. It was always I would a eat habit. spicy
4: food and then follow with a smoke. Oh, man. And then I'd follow my smoke with a smoke and then yeah. I'd get up from and, a nap and have and a I'm smoke. And I'm a coffee drinker, coffee and yeah. cigarettes.
1: Yeah. Those, oh, yeah. They're married to each other. So, oh, yeah, yeah that, that was the hardest part to break. The, the actual nicotine part of it, few days, it was over. But the, the, it was the habit thing, you know, of of it, you know, being a part of your regular routine. That was the hardest part for me. I was a chain over.
4: smoker. It was like uh, I smoked at my worst two packs a day, and it took a process. That's a lot, it yeah. took a process of weaning off of it. Literally, like opening up a pack in the morning. And mm. like breaking a cigarette and throwing it out. And so then I would smoke nine or you know, thirty-nine cigarettes that day.
5: That's progress. Instead
4: of forty. And yeah. over every couple of weeks I would get my body acclimated to less of those chemicals in my system. Mm. It took about a year before I finally quit, but I I mean even to this day, if someone, if I walk by someone smoking, a lot of times people, especially around here, they're like, "Oh, I'm really sorry about this," but to me, I still love the smell of it. Really, which <laughs> a lot of people are just repulsed by it, especially yeah. those who've quit. And right. me, I still love the smell of it, which says how how addictive it what, is. Uh,
1: wow. What? Hey, welcome to Smoke Talk. What? Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, what brand did you smoke?
4: I went through phases. My primary was a Parliament 100. But Parliament, I also, really? Yeah, yeah. I also smoked a Nat Sherman, which is supposed to be a Nat chemical. Nat Shermans
1: are very fancy. Yeah, yes. they were
4: chemical-free, uh, yes. uh, kind of independent. Nat
1: Shermans are kind of the a uh, little bit more bougie. Oh, yeah. Um, and they came
4: in color, so I loved the pink ones. Well, and
1: then the American spirits were similar similar to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah,
4: same concept.
1: yeah. Yeah, but I can't uh,
4: do it at all at mm. all anymore. I can't. Isn't do it this interesting, all. Robert? I feel so left out right now. We're always talking about my journey to better health. <laughs> oh, that's true. Instead <laughs> of how they're going to, you know, implement a, a digital ID card on everybody. Uh-huh. But that's cool, too. I love talking about this.
0: Stuff. I
1: know you do. That's why I throw those at you. And, and if we get to them, we do. And if we don't, we talk cigarettes.
0: <laughs> By the way, I, I just tweeted to Marianne Williamson in
4: response to that tweet. I missed it. I was restarting. I heard you say she is just like dumb as rocks or something, oh, and then I had to check out Lord. what was it. Like, but she's she,
1: also she's like the new agey kind of, of lady, she, right? She yeah. did
4: the um, I forget what it's called
0: uh, her system, whatever. I know a lot of people have done that. And again, I I think she's a perfectly nice lady. I, I don't have anything personal against her, but she was saying we should reinstate mask mandates in healthcare settings. Oh, I saw that masks and PCR tests. I'm like. So I just respond. I just I couldn't be quiet on this one. I said, masks and PCR tests, question mark. Good Lord, Marianne, you are a nice lady. But on this, rocks are smarter.
4: Do you think <laughs> do you think she's actually on board with that? I don't know a lot about her. She yeah. tends to remind me of that. Like and I know we've talked in a previous episode about how right. RFK Jr. is kind of like that old school Democrat that right. doesn't really exist anymore. And she kind of fits that description too, because I used to associate Democrats with like hippie natural food people that I thought were weird.
1: And they were always right. Yeah. Yeah, She She, she did the Course
0: in Miracles. That's what I remember about her. And like I said, perfectly nice, well meaning lady. I don't, you know, perceive anything and no ill will toward her. But I mean, you have. Well,
4: she has ill will towards you if she wants to put everybody in lockdown. I mean, if you really get down to it, if you talk about. I know. Man, that's tough. That's tough because there are so many people who are very willing to use the force of government of the state to try to get people to do things the way that they want you to do them because they're living in fear. Mm -hmm. And in essence, they're they are wishing ill will on others, ill will on others who don't want to follow their dictates. And you can be the nicest person on Earth. Mm -hmm. But when you're locking people down, it's not nice in the long run.
0: Th- this is where I keep coming back with the dilemma of trying to be nice to everybody, but realizing <laughs> right now the the dummy crats outside of Bobby Kennedy and the people that like him and appreciate what he's doing uh, are. And, and, you know, even we might find things with Kennedy where he'd be into mandates. I don't know, but I think he's pretty opposed to that. He's, he seems to be more of a freedom guy. Uh, but at the same time, you're right. E- even if you mean well, if you're willing to use the power and force of government to force me to comply with something you believe yeah. in. I don't care whether it's a Republican, Democrat or Libertarian would, to do, would do that. I hope that wouldn't. But that's where it crosses the line. As I said, we all have different perspectives. It's the using the power and force of government to have your way.
4: Mm-mm. Let's change this around. Let's say Marianne was saying that she wanted to get the government to implement a mandate of something that we think would be good for everybody, that we agreed with. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, you still don't want the government to do it because every time you give government power to do something that you think is good, the people who are in power aren't going to be there forever. And sooner yeah. or later, someone else is going to see that. Some sociopath is going to be drawn to that power and use it way in ways that you never even imagined. And I think when we talk about things like Real ID uh, that is a great example of that. And I know, Robert, I've yeah. mentioned on the show with you a bunch of times how even though I was opposed to real ID, it was a big part the opposition on a state, local and individual level has been a big part of our work at the 10th Amendment Center for yeah. years. But I always thought you were pushing the envelope like, ah, they're never going to get that far with this type of thing. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have the mentality of how will the worst person on earth use this power that we're giving, giving these people, mm-hmm. then you're not. Not being smart about the fate of your children your grandchildren and beyond yeah
0: yeah that please quote that put that on a plaque and everybody read that every day (laughs)
4: john jay the first chief justice of the supreme court reminded us that the power to do good is always accompanied by a power to do harm or do evil Mm -hmm. and uh, we have to keep that in mind because a lot of people will throw that type of mentality out and they or they don't even think of it As long as the people they like are trying to implement stuff. And I hear this even I've heard RFK talk like this, too. Mm -hmm. Instead of getting rid of the FDA, he just wants to get the right people in charge. Well, (laughs) what if they shoot him? (laughs) I mean, it's not beyond the CIA to do stuff like that. So Mm. it's not about just the right people in power. The problem is too much power.
0: Yeah. Well, dismantling it. Uh, reducing it, eliminating it. I know that you've talked so many times about the ground of liberty gained by inches. Oh, and man, so, I love you. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's so, uh, you know, some, some would say, I've heard it said um, perfection is the enemy of the good. It's, it's kind of weird because I, I like the principled stance. I want somebody to go in there and go, you know what, I'm going to dismantle this. I'm going to yeah. abolish it right? And even if it doesn't happen, the fact is now you're discussing it. Yes. Is there a legitimacy at all? So it's like, I don't think there's a zero sum game, even though you put somebody in at that level that can't do everything. The fact I agree. they agree. But at the same time, the nullification concept down to the very individual nature of our existence has to be where it starts, has to be where it ends, in fact, on a daily basis. And men and women of principle, if they can get into positions of quote-unquote power to dismantle the power, that's good too. But it's not the only thing. We can't rely on that. As you point out, Bobby Kennedy, as good as he is on many things, is not talking about let's get rid of. It's more like I get the right people in. And how often does that work?
4: Well, and let's say the once in a century opportunity of having someone in the White House that's actually really, really good. Let's say that happens. They're not going to be there for more than four or eight years. And the next person if we're lucky, is going to be just less bad. Yeah. Um, so I, that that ultimately is what it gets down to. And that, that what you said, that the ground of liberty is to be gained by inches, that's a Jeffersonian view. And he also gave us a lot of insight on not all or nothing as well. He recognized that you have to take small steps forward, but ultimately in a letter to James Madison, he talked about how you want to espouse your ultimate principles at the same time. So let's say we're talking about the FDA and maybe at the current time, the only thing that can be done to reduce his power is to put better people or people who want to use that power in the proper way. If you say that's the, the end of the story, then that's as best as you're gonna get. So simultaneously, I think it's important for people people who are trying to move the needle forward to say what the goal actually is Mm -hmm. to point out that even if you get better people running the agency the agency shouldn't exist in the first place that's going to be a hard sell (laughs) not here no not here and you know look we
0: talked with jonathan about that and his intent to go in and really shake it up and eliminate things and You know, he knows how to be a principled man. You know, this is something that... uh, I missed the show yesterday. Was he talking about FDA as well? We Yeah, we did some of that. And uh, I I think... I don't know if you heard the one last week. That was one of my favorites. Because, you know, going into the the real nitty-gritty and nuances of that oligarchy he's battled with. And, you know, on a principled basis to discuss that was something so rare. Even though we've had discussions like that, I really enjoyed that last... That previous week as well. But the idea is that he could actually win is is shocking in a sense but he is doing some amazing things and if the people of virginia are fed up with what we've seen in terms of woke ideology the attack on children the family etc even democrats that go oh now that's gone too far he could be in there we'll have an ally we'll have someone that knows the oligarchy better than even Rand paul who speaks out and on principle on a lot of things but he's not been down into the dirt at the level emort has to know that these agencies cannot be uh remediated They have to be eliminated.
4: There's no constitutional basis for them. But of course, inches, inches, inches. How do we get there? Well, that's how you get there. Each step. And then the the thing is that so many people live in fear. They think that if you do not have uh, the FDA claiming or HHS claiming that raw milk, or let's just call it milk and pasteurized Mm -hmm. milk, that milk can't be transported across state lines because it's dangerous and should never be consumed. They think that if the FDA or HHS is not doing that, then the world is gonna to come to an end. But step by step by step, people learn by watching other people do things. We've seen this happen in cannabis. You know, When California here in 1996 legalized for limited medicinal purposes, we heard you know this was gonna be the end of the world, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Mm-hmm. But over time, people learn that, well, some people just enjoy it, some people it's very helpful for, some people make millions of dollars out of it. And none of the absolute craziness that we were warned would happen, the reefer madness stuff, actually happened. I'd like to see the same thing played out in response to the FDA, to the ATF, which shouldn't exist, and so many other federal agencies and programs. But it really takes people doing, people doing, living more freely without government permission, and showing others that it's not scary and it's not dangerous. And, in fact, it's probably better in most situations. Yeah, well, you think about the interstate commerce clause,
0: which has been used to basically stifle freedom on so many levels, economically or otherwise. You know, if I was to say, and I'm not into banning stuff, but if you stop the interstate transport of FDA-approved drugs, oh, good Lord, we'd be a lot healthier. Uh, <laughs> but I'm still not wanting the ban, although the idea that the FDA would approve this and make a monopoly, uh, you know, compartment on the entirety of the country – Uh, It's again so violative of our fundamental right to bodily autonomy, freedom to heal. As I point out, those that argue we need a single-payer system, it's because we've been in monopoly for so long. Of course, it becomes untenable, unaffordable, et cetera. But there's no access to the things that I perceive and believe in my life that actually helped me to get well. None of it happened because government sanctioned and approved these things. In fact, they've worked actively against the things I've utilized and talked about. We've been banned and shadow banned and deplatformed over these issues. You've grown closer.
4: despite government interference, exactly. not because of it.
0: Yeah. Yes, exactly. And so that's where I say the healthcare system, which is disease creation, disease management, as long as it's centralized, it's going to be captured because it's easier to buy one entity than millions, if you will. And that's the, the you know, the warning shot across the bow from our founders to say, don't ever let this happen. And what, what happened? We let it happen. And now we've actively certain segments of our population promoting and cheerleading these things like mandates and 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 prohibitions over things that you know uh, if we had access to. And, and, again, despite the government, we have found access to these things to get well on many of us. And I have argued Obamacare was 100 years in the making because at 1910, mm. Flexner Report was setting the stage for monopoly medicine, patent petrochemicals, the profitability of monopoly of these you know, individuals that would uh, establish you know, the Rockefellers, Carnegie's, played itself out 100 years later to say there's no escape. You have to participate in the system because more Americans through the 80s, particularly the 90s, there were studies showing more people were paying out of pocket on natural remedies, yeah. than they were all the money combined on that, which was you know approved. So they knew they. I've were never insured.
4: had health insurance as an adult. Yeah, well, and it I've is disease management that. insurance, as you know, oh, uh, yeah. and it's not health disease creation, probably. Yeah, <laughs> like it frightens me to even think about. I I think of going to a like a traditional doctor outside of an emergency situation, and I mm-hmm. just I I have zero interest in it. Um, maybe I'm dumb. Maybe no, I maybe think you're, <laughs> you're a bright
0: light with the most awesome intro, uh, that anybody has gotten on the Robert Cat Bell show. Gretel says Bolden has a really cool intro. I know. Oh, that's fun. every time I bring him on, I'm, I
4: forget about it and I see it. And I'm like, why isn't mine as cool as that? That's all I can think about. Just here, Steve McCaffrey, just good comment. If drinking raw milk was so deadly. All the raw milk drinkers would be extinct by now. And the amazing part is, and I know I've talked about it before, about how I am allergic to to cow products. It Mm -hmm. makes me pretty ill, and it makes the air around me pretty horrible (laughs) as well. But raw cheese in moderation has no impact. Like, I just had some raw Havarti uh, that I got delivered to me yesterday. Yeah. I just had some this morning, and it's nice. amazing. It has no impact on me whatsoever. A living
0: foods, all the microbiological entities you know, we're supposed to be frightened of are the things. Oh, that are all the enzymes in the raw yeah. cheese,
4: right? That's. Yeah.
0: Did you see know, the, uh, the video? Uh, uh, Leslie's husband, James, they make it from their goats. And no. I'm like, I'm not a fan of goat cheese. or. Goat I goat.
4: love
0: goat But products. can you imagine if you had it and it wasn't gamey at all? It wasn't gamey at all. Oh,
4: I like the gamey. I'm fine with that. You're okay. I'm not. And I, I eat like, goat meat. I like all of it. Dude, <laughs> so but I'm good. telling you, what
0: they did there was amazing. And uh, there was a video, Taryn Gregson uh, had it on her show, you know, Faithful Freedom. Oh, cool. And it, it's great because James made this like squeezy thing out of wood. Beautiful. It's like a piece of art. And they showed how they made the cheese. It was really cool. So, if you get a chance next year, you will. Do the RSB family reunion, it'll be. Uh, not that you, well, maybe your back will be strong and you'll be up for it. But it's it was getting so there very slow, but it's getting there. Awesome. The steadiness of your consistent persistence. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's pretty much. That's like the 10th Amendment Center, not giving up. Uh uh-uh.
4: uh. And now that we're talking about cheese, I'm extremely happy.
0: <laughs> yes. Leslie, yes, you did tell me I almost didn't believe you, but I had to believe you because you're honest. And she was right. It
4: wasn't gamey at all. And I enjoyed Robert, it. Have, what about, how are you with sheep's milk cheese? Is that also an issue? You're not really a fan? I, I've had some. My memory of it, it was not it was milder than the goat and it, oh, was, okay. it was OK. Oh, but, probably less on the gamey end. I've had right. some like some of they're the most expensive, of course. But some of my favorite cheeses are raw smoked cheese. Sheep's milk cheeses are just incredible. Here we are talking food on the, my day of fast, but well, I'm okay. I'm okay. You agreed to have me on on
0: Fridays. I did. <laughs> I did. So uh, are you confirmed to be in town? Or are you running for the Hills uh, Labor Day weekends? When I am New in year? town. I am All in right. town. So we are going to get together then. At somehow we're going to make it happen. All right. Well, I look forward to that. That's the uh, Cancer Control Society's uh, 48th Annual Convention. You've been to one of those over the years, haven't you? It's
4: met me a lot of them. I don't know if I went to a cancer control society. I went to a okay. chiropractor one yeah. once where I saw you, and then I saw you the in Health Freedom expose of course. But Longview. I saw you at one in Pasadena. Was that Cancer Control Society? Uh, we Pasadena. No, that
0: was the Batar. Remember? Oh that was the yes, uh, yes. And also, you came to the Truth About Cancer, the one we yes, had. Yes, that Heart.
4: was awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. And I don't know if any of y'all have seen the the docu series Remedy. I think I was in seven out of eight of the episodes, but uh, that's not here nor there. It's just it was really cool. So I would watch all but one. Just watch, yeah, don't watch the last one. <laughs> no, just kidding. It's all good. It's all good. Um, they're going to do the replay weekend this weekend. So we have a link. If you haven't watched any of them, it's free. Uh, just click the link. You might want to buy it, too, to share. They, they have, like, these hero packages where you buy one set, they give you five. And they do it now on thumb drives because not many people have DVD players anymore. Even oh, yeah. Yeah. So they can give them to you on thumb drives as that's well. Cool. So you could share which is kind of, yeah, very cool. So that's coming up uh, this week in the replay weekend. Oh, my gosh, we need to play. You know, people have been calling in because they want these. Would you eat these if I sent you a pack or not, Michael Bolden?
4: Uh, what am I looking at? These I are- mean, let's say, yes, I I'm I'm on a search to find things that I don't want to eat. RSB your handwriting is not no it's not good it's like doctors here
1: right? this will maybe this will help you
4: what <laughs>
1: really
0: biden has my apricots now Good. Oh, apricots. Those are apricots.
4: oh they looked a little shriveled i thought they fit
0: maybe a little lower these are cut and and sliced already and freeze-dried these are my apricots rsb show apricots. i love dried apricots Okay,
4: then uh, you're in, but people want to win it. It reminds me of my dear departed Nana Florence Bolden. She always had them out. Oh, really? Nice. And most people tended to hate that going to grandma's, but I would just pig out on them. And then I always wonder why I would be running to the bathroom so often. So we, we have
0: done a contest. People are calling in to say why they listen to or watch the Robert Scott Bell Show. Yeah. We're going to pick out one of them as the grand champion, and then two others are randomly selected of those that called in and left a message at 866-939-2355. You can always leave any message there as well. And I don't know how we're going to get through them all between now and the end of the show, so we're probably going to end up in, in the bonus round playing some more, but Super D, how do we do this? What do we do?
1: We'll just play them. So okay. I've, got, I've got them all, and so we'll just play them in order that they came in because um, I think, I, I, I let's you know, why not? Let's listen to what people's opinions are as to why they watch or listen to the Robert Scott Bell Show. You ready for the first one here? Okay.
6: Hello, this is Mom. I'm calling. I'm listening to you because you're my son, and your show is awesome, and I love all the segments. You and Super Don are just super, super duper. So have a wonderful, blessed day, and I love you very much. Goodbye.
1: See, could you mom, hear You could hear
0: the
4: show playing in yes, the background there. Right, that right.
0: sounds like a winner, right there. Mom, mom was already going to get some apricots. She didn't have to call in and do that. Right? Oh, but but well, there she hedged her bets just in case I forgot, you know. All right. Her son, right? There you go. Love she the was the very that first caller, so very first one. To that call. was great. That was Mom. She's awesome. And she loves Michael Bolden, too. I love her, too. All
1: right. So here's the second call that came in.
7: Mm-hmm. Hi, Robert and Super Don. This is Diana from New York otherwise known as diana of the night i'm just um letting you know i can't quit you guys <laughs> our political ideologies are
1: that's implies so is that implying that you tried to quit and you, you weren't able to, to? Is like that what a had bad habit, worse than yeah. my smoking
4: addiction because i there was able go. to quit
1: that all right let's continue
7: <laughs> are, are, are really far apart in a lot of respects but i always come back because you guys give me health information that I, I really, in, in a way that is so digestible, entertaining, um, and informative, of course, and, and you're an inspiration. You're an inspiration so to, cool. you know, keep fighting the good fight, which is, is kind of difficult here in New York because most of my friends and family do not feel the same way I do about the, the uh, anti-vax, if you will, uh, movement. Um, but you guys give me hope. You give me strength, and um, you're just so inspiring. And, and I really love to, the banter between Super Don and Robert. It's it's really a nice comic relief, and uh,
5: so annoying. You know, it's
7: just just a lot of fun. So um, keep up the good work. I'm uh, still a Patreon, uh, uh, one of your Patreons, and um, I'm hoping everything. Keeps going for as long as
0: possible. Diana All right. I hope you guys night. are
7: having a great weekend and um, see
0: you on the Internet. So right. what I loved about that the most, uh, Diana of the Night, is that she acknowledges that maybe in, in politics we're not aligned in a lot of things, as she said. But she rolls with it because I, I think we're not mean-spirited. Although, you know, if I'm talking about Marianne Williamson, I don't know how Diana feels about her. But when she comes out with a stupid statement like masks and PCR tests, I'm going to say something about it. Yeah, but I don't. I don't perceive that's what fair. I do as mean spirited. I, I no. just uh,
1: you, you know, are so not a mean spirited person at all. I don't think you have a mean spirited bone in your body.
4: But uh, but I love
1: the but fact again.
4: Sun's out, guns out. I just noticed that. <laughs> well,
0: you yeah, the that injury
4: thing. I, I'm just it's
0: annoying to have fabric over it. I wrecked my bike. Uh, my, my bike, Ray, Dr. Ray Andrews carbon fiber bike. The bike's fine, and I'm okay. I'm a little whatever, but yeah, I haven't You should roll up the other one. I don't need to. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where's the beach? Dude, Super (laughs) Don showed a picture of when I was covered in mud and dirt and everything already. So uh, let's see, Steve, the show is so digestible. No extra enzymes are needed. That's funny.
4: Well, I got mine in my raw cheese, so I'm set. Awesome. All right, Super D,
1: take over. All right. Here's caller number three.
7: Hi, this is John Pendergast. I'm in Thomasville, Georgia. I very much enjoy your show. I'm very much into trying to find out how to heal my gut, and I also want to know the name of the product that you use to kill weeds. I think you mentioned organics, but I have some weeds I need to kill, but I' uh, very interested in your talks uh, with the products with the copper and the silver. I heard that on the uh, remedy thing, and um just enjoy your show very much um. Again, this is John Pendergast in Thomasville, Georgia. So just give me a um, thank you. Bye-bye.
0: My memory of Thomasville, Georgia, was that where Herschel Walker came from? Thomasville? Anybody, Georgia Bulldog fan? No? No,
1: don't know, don't know right. that one. All right, well, so the, the product she's talking about was the— um, Contact Organics, right? Yeah, which yeah. On, the, on the website, on the right-hand side, it says it's, it's uh, by a company called Live Clean. Yeah, and there's a banner there, yeah. yeah.
0: K-L-E-E-N, yeah. So if you yep. go to liveclean.com, I believe, and the RSB gets you a free, like, brass nozzle, which is critical to make that thing work. And we right. tested it out. It's for real. So a non-glyphosate, non-roundup, safe for the environment, ability to control weeds, if that's what you want. I hope everybody wants that. Uh, so, uh, uh,
4: Joan, you can get that. I just learned, as a quick aside, mm. that we aren't able to buy—and maybe it's just a California thing, but it's definitely a government regulation—we aren't able to buy organic dandelion seeds at our lo- local garden center. What? They don't carry them because they're classified as a weed. A noxious uh, Yeah, Sarah just went—she's uh, been growing some uh, basil and oregano and things like that, just— uh, uh, pot gardening, I guess, is what would you yeah. call that, planter gardening, and mm-hmm. she wanted to grow dandelion because that's something we're always on the hunt for Yep. and can't get the seeds. But they said, oh, there's places you can find it online, so I guess we're going to have to start searching for that too. So even though we've nullified the prohibition against one kind of weed, no, not another. on dandelion. Wow. California bans dandelion. And I wonder... I wonder if that's more widespread than I, I never even thought of that. And I had looked for dandelion seeds a while ago Mm -hmm. and it was impossible to find, but I never had a conversation. But at this garden center, they specifically said, no, it's classified that, that way. So we can't sell it. The very thing that could heal your liver and kidneys. (laughs) Yes. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: had benefit against COVID too. So, all right. You want to hit play another?
1: All
2: right. Number four. This is Thomas Richard from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm calling because I want to share my feedback on why I really like the show. And it's just engaging, inspirational. It's just one of the best things I've ever listened to. They keep it real. You know, there's a lot of good feedback, and it just never gets old. Uh, You just always want to keep listening, you know, every time it comes on.
0: Wow. Dude, that... I love that it never gets old. That, to me, is like 24 years later. I am he, so bored with this show. I, just, <laughs> I don't know how he does it. <laughs> I know how. We have Michael Bolden on every couple of weeks. Keeps people coming back. Oh, look at that. Look at the muscle on Bolden. No, it's done.
4: It's what? mostly dairy. Mostly dairy? dairy. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly goat. It's
0: soft. <laughs> little, it's soft. A
1: lot of goat, some sheep there. It may yeah. look
4: pretty in pixelated form, but it's soft. So are you taking your bike off-road? Or just all on the trails, paved trails. Just, uh, my bike has very, very thin wheels, so it's oh, all. Oh yeah, you can't do that. Paved.
0: I when we hit the paved trails going uphill, I was like, no problem. It was like, uh-huh. oh man, this is easy uphill. It didn't matter. But when we were on this trail going uphill yesterday, oh, it was wicked bad. And and because I wrecked hundred yards into the ride, I was like already starting at a deficit. So it was a rough ride yesterday. But glad I'm. Good here on alive. you for powering through though. Yeah, and I I had to walk the bike a number of times. I was just not in the greatest. But uh, I did do an hour of high-intensity training in the morning, giving myself a little bit of props for uh, going back out there. Uh, But uh, here we are. Here we are. And this is what also keeps me young, if it doesn't kill me. (laughs) So here we go. All
1: right, number five.
6: Hi, Robert. This is Diane from Illinois. And all the reasons I like your show is for the news on the health freedom movement the newsmakers, the researchers, the health tips and all the information regarding that, all with a Christian perspective. And and as a bonus, levity on all these issues is what you do and what we need. So thank you for that. And also all the updates on all the expos that you spend so much time and energy on. Love that. So that's all the good things, but please no more Trump discussions. We hear it all over the place. We don't need it on your show. So stop the Trump discussions, please. Okay, this is Diane from Illinois. Nice Thank talking you, to you. Bye. Thank
4: I you, didn't know Diane. there were Trump discussions. I, it's very – I don't think it's that common. It's I love be, her for just speaking her mind. I love it, too. That was awesome. Well, okay. Speaking of... Uh, Apricots. Oh, no. You know, <laughs> I really also love the the health freedom updates, too. Like when you've had Health Freedom Ohio on, for mm-hmm. example. I think... It's been a while. You know, yeah. yeah I, you know, and it depends, obviously, on the time of year, what they're working on. But Ohio is year-round with the legislative session... But I know people who uh, like this kind of information. They like kind of actionable things that can be done in support of it. So, to me, I would just encourage more and more of that. I know Super Don, you had talked in the past about building like a health freedom news aggregator. I know you've got enough on your plate, but
1: oh my! God. I always have lots of ideas. Yeah, same, <laughs> I, same. All
0: good. And that's the thing. How yeah. do we how do we get more going out? But the support of all y'all is helping. Believe it. Uh, to be even here after twenty four years. 17 of them with Super Don. I mean, my gosh, it's a miracle. And uh, you guys are a miracle too for supporting us. So thank you. And thank and you. And we appreciate the dying. feedback too. Yeah. Even though we great. had to
1: bribe you for it. But
0: all right, <laughs> yeah, here's the next one.
8: Hello, Reverend Bell. It's me, Bordas. Bordas and Chris. And let me see. The reason why I listen to your show is because your awesomeness and because the information you give every single person should be listening to because it's very informative and very helpful and it's what we need to know when it comes to our health and what's going on in the world today so that's why we watch it and when i saw the apricots i'm like i'm going to leave me a message because i love some apricots all
0: right oh lord is
8: yeah and we're from california
0: Laura and chris lavoy such the sweetest people you'll ever meet she's just a uh, i love her and Uh, good, just good people. And, you know, many of you maybe have met at certain events. Uh, Lourdes, I think, and Chris came to the Health Freedom Expo last year. Hopefully they didn't come back again. But wonderful people. Thank you, Lourdes, for that. Very sweet.
2: Well, let's follow Lourdes up with. Well, I'm just going to put this number on speed dial um, on my phone now. I'm just Uh going to save it on show. Uh, Yeah, this is Chris. Um, So uh, with uh, Lourdes and Chris, uh, Lourdes (laughs) Chris, you you know who I am. Uh,
1: notice they've got the great strategy there right but they, they, you know, doubled down. they, they Good both odds. are gonna do
2: keep it on you probably screen this call well. anyway uh <laughs> yeah uh, I watched the Robert Scott Bell show because uh the robert Scott bell show uh is kind of just amazing and it's got all this great information uh you know and um frankly um you, you're kind of a, a mentor and a hero to us so uh-huh. so um yeah when we were first starting out you were one of our first peeps that we we had on and and uh, listen, um, apricots, we, we, we did research on apricots because of apricot seeds being, uh, uh, you know, uh, providing cancer. So um, they're amazing and, and they're anti-cancer. And, yeah, so uh, we, we love apricots and, uh, yeah, we would love to get some. So uh, that's why I'm calling. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we're in California, uh, you know, but um, yeah, apricots, sounds good.
0: Yeah. Great strategy. <laughs> so <laughs> that so smart. Yeah. That's how, awesome. how long are
2: you going to get back to us? I don't even know. You, you know how to get all of those the apricots.
1: That's what's up. <laughs> I love it. How them. many Where times gonna... can you say apricots? In the, in, I know. In, in... Where in
0: California are they? Uh, Southern California, I believe. Oh, okay. Maybe
4: yeah. I'll see them in September.
0: That would yeah. be awesome. Yeah. That would be amazing. They're great. You'll love them.
1: Now, you're uh, not sending the apricot seeds, though. You're just sending the freeze-dried apricots. Well, that's apricots. the interesting
0: thing. I've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of seeds, too. But uh, you got to be careful that's with the those, right? the uh, the yeah.
1: cancer-fighting right? angle Component. that he was talking about, the mm-hmm. the uh, Leotril B seventeen, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, Only
0: correct. in the seeds. Oh yeah. well, yeah, the seeds. The now, apricots Aver- are awesome too, but the kernels, yeah. whatever.
1: But yeah.
0: uh, anyway, great call. Thank you, Lourdes and Chris, doubling your odds.
1: <laughs> hey, that's smart. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll just keep going. Here's I love uh, this. this is fun. Color number eight.
8: Hey, Robert Scott Bell Show. This is um, I listened to Mike uh, Adams. And so he had your link on there and I was listening to your show today and it's awesome. Awesome. And I'm really excited to hear more about you guys and all the things that you talk about and, and your other, um, your other guests that you have come on. Um, so yeah, I was was listening to talking about the no wrinkle thing and, you know, telling people what they should have silica copper. So I'm, I'm actually older. I'm actually from LA and now living in Houston because of my my son and his family. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm one of those uh, baby boomers that now we have time to listen to stuff like this and uh, find people that we we relate to. So I'm very interested in your organic or well, kind of organic, <laughs> your freeze diet apricots. Um, and you said to call because I'm not a member, um, but you would still maybe send me some, maybe hopefully. Okay, but um, yeah, you sound awesome, and I'm going to be following you, and I'm listening to your guest that you have on, um, Chad Stewart, and I'm so excited about what he's doing with literary for kids today, so I'll let him know that I am really interested in that for my grandkids, Um, so I won't make this too long. My name is Nicole Jones, so I look forward to hearing more and watching you guys. Thanks. Take care. Bye.
1: So new listener, new viewer, new listener happened to start watching just in time to enter the contest. That's pretty cool.
0: Love that. Thank you, Mike Adams, for the shout out. Appreciate yeah. you so much as well. Now, do you have like access to their phone numbers if they don't leave them where you can call them?
1: I like- think so. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think it's at least the the number when they call and leave the message. It, it, it It's like a caller ID. Yeah. But if not, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll track them down somehow. Very good. We'll track them. So we're uh, a little over halfway through. Nicely. I think we're, we're making decent time here. You just want to keep going? Should we mention
4: Lori Harvey talking about the Health Freedom Conference in Iowa? Well, Red Pill Expo, yeah. Is Have that the ever, same one? She said yes, Informed Choice Iowa. Okay, that is the same one. Yeah, well, Informed Choice Iowa has a Health Freedom Conference.
0: No, it's a separate oh, one. Oh, it's different. Yeah. But she's also coming to the Red Pill Expo. So I'm going to oh, see cool. Lori there as well. By the way, Michael, have you met G. Edward Griffin ever?
4: Yeah, I've been to his house. Oh, I thought so. Which was just, I mean, I've only met him in person twice. Yeah. Maybe once, and I've duplicated it in my memory to make it more cool. Yes. But he's been nothing but kind to me, uh, either online or I mean, he invited me to his home. So, how cool nice. is that?
0: Definitely. I haven't been to his home yet. So, I feel he lives feel in some place that I can't say. I was right. going to be like, oh, he does. Let's all go there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, my buddy Bobri has been there. Bobri has been there, and he's doing the Folium PX and helping uh, G. Edward Griffin to be strong and healthy, even at 90 or so. And my mom as well at 89. So, again, they're good people trying to help good people.
4: Yeah, Thank I first you. learned of uh, George Griffin through his uh, work against the Federal Reserve, and that's how I got kind of drawn into this realm too. So it's amazing how many different topics uh, he has expertise on. Excellent. Thank you again for that call there, uh, and let's go
0: to the next one. All right.
1: That's well, not going to play. How come? I don't know. What? That's weird. Yeah, oh, this
4: right. is Jeff in uh, San Francisco, and Yeah,
1: just... it's not playing for some stranger. I call it because I love it yeah. left arms. Shoot, all right. Well, <laughs> I'll have, I got to make a note of that one because that is an entry. Okay. I'll see if I can fix that while we're doing this other stuff here. All okay. Right.
4: No one said that they watch for your beauty yet. Yeah, I'm just which I would think would be the number one reason. Looking for the vanity thing, but
0: I don't yeah, think that's, that's happening. Uh-oh. I think that would
1: be the automatic yeah. winner. Yeah. Something's not working right here.
0: So none of them are playing right now, Super D. Is that what you're telling me? I might me? have
1: to reboot the uh,
0: weird... Well, you, that's all right. Uh, Michael and I can talk about stuff, and you can do that if you want. I don't mind. And uh, there's always plenty to discuss. You actually have... That's all right. Okay. Try, try to do that reboot. Um Michael, there's another article here. This is from Reason. It says, say goodbye to permissionless (laughs) travel.
4: Yeah, that's kind of what I was alluding to when I was saying, oh, you know, the whole Real ID thing, and you talked about how they're going to be adding things to your digital ID. And I think mm. that is certainly on the way. I mean, it seems so realistic. Basically, what's your, I mean, if you think about how they're doing the social credit co- score in China mm. already, yeah. not full bore yet, even uh, if you, you jaywalk, I mean, you could have automatic deduction from, of your civil, uh, you know, central bank digital currency on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so things like Instant that, It's definitely, definitely a, a, a massive control grid. Well, I think this also relates to, uh, I guess, visas, because for so many years, you
0: know, people from America with a U.S. passport can just go to all places of the world, a lot of them, Europe especially, and now they're going to institute visa policies. But then the U.S. has instituted visa visa policies for many in Europe, so I don't know, it could be considered retaliation. I don't know. Well,
4: Sarah and I actually experienced this years ago. We went to Brazil, and uh, we had to pay a big fee and all that to and the reason we were told at the consulate was they well they don't let our people come in they make it so difficult and so it is a, i know in that experience the brazilian consulate said they made it expensive mm-hmm. and difficult as a retaliatory thing but one of the other articles that uh, uh that superdon shared was really kind of, i think it ties in it's the whole idea of the digital id systems people are getting i don't know if you've seen these kind of I know in Arizona, for example, you can have your Apple wallet include your driver's license. And that article also at Reason was talking about how Colorado has had this digital ID process since 2019. Mm. I think the way it'll really play out is as all these states start going to digital driver's licenses, one of them's going to, you know, leak a bunch of information by accident. And then the feds are going to have to come in and save us all from all the chaos. And then Mm. we're going to have a one size fits all digital ID card run by the federal government and over time that can only be really really bad well is there any resistance to that well i think we've seen it on well no i mean we've seen it on the real id act where Mm -hmm. for in kentucky for example now not every state you have the option to choose the national id card versus the old school one in kentucky for example where you have an option only 17% of people have signed up for the Real ID card. So as long as people can pressure their states to keep the options open, mm-hmm. we're seeing that people tend to not get these new things. In Texas, where there's no option, where everyone's supposed to get the 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 federal Real ID approved card, I think it's somewhere around 88 or 90% compliance. And I mean, I guess the pause of the silver lining is even where everyone's supposed to do it, you still have like 10% non-compliance. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think the key is to have choices and the more choices people have. And I have now then again, people might through fear run to the bad choice. But that's that's the beauty of of freedom. We learn we learn from our own mistakes in our own lives. Hopefully, at least I try to and I hope others do. I think most people at least try to learn from time to time. And something like that, maybe people will learn in in bigger picture ways as well. Well, I try to be
0: consistent, too, in supporting choice, freedom, uh, that even if the choices that they're giving you, I don't like all of them, or most of them, that yeah. I, as long as you don't violate my freedom to say, uh-uh, I'm not doing those, yeah. uh, you know, we can find a way. But, uh, man, so much, so many of the folks are, as we said, even – well-meaning, nice folks aren't thinking fully, or maybe they are and they are that nefarious and they just have a an image that seems nice. But to your point, whether they are or not is inconsequential to the reality of if they give government more power to mandate or prohibit you from, you know, freedom of choice. And uh, we got a
4: problem on that. So here's how it goes in that Reason article. The fundamental flaw in digital ID systems like in Colorado is that they are centralized. So the problem, of course, is that a centralized government entity is controlling it. Will government use that in the right way? Well, you have to trust government to do the right thing. And in that situation, I think it's always a bad choice. Going on, it says, in order to work, citizens must trust the government to protect their data from malevolent actors and from the state itself, despite the fact that government agencies have not been good stewards of citizen data. so. I don't know how anyone would think government is a good steward of things like this but identity theft is real in the moment you have a digital id it, I,
0: look i i argue the moment that you assign yourself or your children that con- a social security number you've artificialized yeah. them they're no longer human beings in creation they are corporations uh created by the state and then this is the numbering system that is, is so problematic that I elected not to get those for my children and, and many other things I've elected to do. No, no, uh, uh, birth certificates as well. And no, no marriage license and all all of that, because I realized anything that subjugates me to a servant government that is no longer a servant government, uh, puts us in a position of, uh, enslavement and I'm it's, not it's a not big freedom. fan of slavery. It's no.
4: not freedom if it
0: requires a government permission slip. Well said, well said. Super Don, you got the, uh, Audio's
1: working again. Yeah, I think I think we got it fixed now. So okay. here is uh, caller number
6: nine. Hi, this is Stephanie calling from Michigan, and I listen to the RSP show because number one, I learn so much just about health, healing, political things, and more. I love the guests that you have and the banter between you and Super Don. It's the most uplifting part of my day.
1: <laughs> I don't oh. know. It's kind of a theme I'm noticing here. Yeah. People like the banter. The
0: banter is good. I keep
1: telling you, guys you are Super like D. an
4: old married couple. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, very much so. I think, uh, Super D, I keep telling you, man, people love you, and you bring it, even though you annoy me. Uh, See? maybe because you annoy me. No, you don't. I love it. You know that. I encourage it. So, encourage you.
1: Uh, you do yeah. something with any, with anybody for. 17 18 years it's just kind of a thing i guess look
0: you've been putting up with me that long so what am i gonna do when's your anniversary do we have an anniversary <laughs> God, I, I didn't know uh, i it, can't it i'm is. never gonna stop with this
1: no let's you know it was very much it's may mm-hmm. it was may of 2005 is when we first started working together so i don't have an exact date in okay may, but because i can't remember that but
4: yeah, there's always one of them that forgets the date.
1: I started it? in May in in February mm-hmm. and did the the initial grunt work thing, you know, labeling CDs that they were sending out there. Still, so we were like that, and it was three months later's when I started as a call screener on mm-hmm. your show. Got it. All right. Yeah. so you know it,
0: I don't, but uh,
1: I'm I'm enjoying the ride. Yes, you don't send me flowers, so what difference does it make? <laughs> All right. Oh, I was gonna send you
0: some apricots.
9: Okay,
1: <laughs> here's the next caller.
9: Hi, my name is Erica Keith. I listen to your podcast almost every day. So thank you so much for all the information that you share with all of us. Uh, I'm calling because I would love apricots if you're still giving those away. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.
1: <laughs> now, when she left this, I was just like, well, yeah, except you didn't do what it was we asked you to do. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to just call in and ask for apricots, but she called back.
9: Oh, Hi, my name is Erica Keith. I had called the other day but forgot to read the reason why I like to listen to the show. <laughs> um, just all the health information. I learned about sovereign copper from you, the silver, products from Nutritional Frontiers, the full minerals, and all of those I have started and implemented. And I just always know I'm going to learn something new about health. I like the freedom stuff too, of course, but um, the health is really I just love listening to all the different interviews of exposing myself to different thoughts, even if some of them I don't quite agree with. I like being open to just hearing and otherwise it's kind of hard to hear different views. And I just really appreciate your show. And I listen to it on the podcast if that Mm -hmm. is helpful information. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.
4: All right, Erica. Oh, and Cardio
9: you. Miracle. I started oh, Cardio Miracle with yeah. All right, all right. There all right. You thank go. you.
4: Bye. Man, <laughs> we all love that. At first, it took me a while to really get in. Super Don, you're the mm-hmm. reason I started doing the oh, Cardio Miracle. He, I he mean, because really you can hear Robert say something 8,000 times, and you're like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't take everything. Right. When do the normal people start getting on something? That's right. That's <laughs> and, right. and when you started doing it, mm-hmm. I think it was uh, after you were sick, or it helped you get through that. I'm like, holy the crap! The migraines. I, I, the migraines. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. really? That okay. Was huge. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I keep telling that story because that also was for me that next level of oh my gosh, this is something so extraordinary. Even as I was, you know, researching it, uh, I love again. Not that you have to just say this, like, I don't agree with everything or whatever, but that you're exposed to different ideas and you like that too. To me, that's awesome. doesn't mean you have to be convinced of that, but to realize we have a plurality of views and beliefs out here. And if anything, I like to be an example that we can interact and and disagree on things and still be just fine with it. Uh, So I love hearing that from folks. Uh, That to me makes me happy.
1: All right, so we've got four callers left. We probably need to go ahead and take our break here, so everything times out correctly for UK Health Radio. But okay, you want so- to, we'll finish this in the uh, in the bonus round. Can, yes, Bolden, can you stick around?
4: I'm sticking. I'm already on break.
1: He's yeah! all, all, all right.
4: right. Kicking it into gear here.
0: We're going to find out who's going to win some apricots in the bonus round of the Robert Scabbell Show. Those of you on UK Health Radio, you'll have to tune in directly at robertscabbell.com. I don't think we out. got
1: any calls from the UK. so We didn't, yeah. But you right. said that they couldn't. I so.
0: couldn't ship it to them anyway. Yeah. So Thanks for being here, y'all. Be right back. Uh, Power to Heal is yours. Now, I, it's a cliffhanger because I want to know who wins some apricots. It's like uh, – I wouldn't be here other than that, and Michael Bolden will show up again. I think he's on break. He walked away.
1: Uh, filling in for Michael Bolden, uh, Anthony Fauci has shown up. With his uh, apricots. Uh, with his nobody, apricots. How come That's...
0: nobody complained when we talk about Anthony Fauci, only if we mention Trump occasionally? <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Like <laughs> okay, I punched back in. Okay. All right. <sighs> I was just noticing, again, a couple of comments and even on there, like, just stop talking about Trump. I'm like, we don't talk about him that much. Just like we talk about Bobby. It does Bobby come H- up, H-
1: though. I mean, yeah. it does. You know, I mean, it's, very, not, it's, it's a fairly regular thing. But, you know, he's it's, it's in the news, too. You yeah. know, we, so, We're
0: a topical show, too. We cover what's going yeah. on. And I just think, why wouldn't people complain when we mention Anthony Fauci?
4: Because you don't hear about Fauci everywhere else? Well, you oh, you did for a long yeah. time. Though, Michael but.
0: Bolin's paying attention because it's like that was the point, wasn't it? I, I think that was everywhere. it. That's
4: basically yeah. what she was saying. Why she do you said, yeah. She said, you know, we hear this everywhere. Right. Yeah. I, I'd okay. like
0: to think we have a bit of a different take on it, but maybe not. So anyway, keep, it, keep your uh, cards and letters coming or phone calls coming. And That's right. We got four more, you said? Four more.
1: Right. All right, here we go.
7: Uh, yes, my name is B. Rosen, and I'm from Sandusky, Ohio, right by Lake Erie. And I watch and love the Robert Scott Bell Show uh, because Robert, I believe, is authentic and a very gentleness about him that I love also. Aww. And um, I learn something from every show for sure. And I also love the bonus rounds or the bonus um, Yeah, the bonus round, I guess that's what you call it. I'm sorry. Mm. And um, I absolutely love Super Don's laugh as it makes me chuckle, and it really does make my day every time I hear him laugh. So uh, we love you uh, both. You both complete me. And (laughs) blessings to you both, and the power to heal is yours. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye-bye.
0: Wow. Th- that's got to be in the running for one of the ones because we're going to choose a grand prize winner, so to speak. Yeah. I have to say that was an interesting one. She was very creative and So funny the apricots
4: too. are not the grand prize? Uh, well,
0: we were going to throw in something bonus, like for one that we said, wow, We're going to do, run. there's three yeah. winners.
1: Yeah. Two of them are going to be random. Mm-hmm. They're going to be picked off of, off of the, the the spinning wheel. Yeah. And the grand prize winner will be one we'll pick.
0: And Uh, and Michael Bolden, for participating today, uh, you don't have to enter. I'm going to send you some
4: anyway. What if the next call was me? I I just. I I would know. All right.
1: (laughs) Here's the next one.
7: Hi, my name is Carolyn. I'm from Mount Dora, Florida. I first saw Robert at the Health Basket speak about CBD, and I've followed him ever since. That was probably maybe six years ago. And I have to say, I have learned so much and my life has changed. And I want to say thank you. And I would love some apricots.
0: <laughs> nice. direct to the point. Carolyn, how you doing? Back where we used to be. All right. Apricots. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I, I had no idea people were going to be so, like, interested in your apricots. That's like. Pretty awesome. I'm, I'm starving.
0: I, I, I had a feeling
1: that they, yeah. they would be. No, really I, I stand corrected. I stand mm-hmm. corrected. All right, two more to go here. Here's here's uh, here's one.
10: Hi, Robert and Super Don. This is Aubrey calling from Minnesota. Actually, right now I'm visiting family. I'm normally in Arizona, but I am calling to be enrolled to maybe receive some apricots or apricots. And <laughs> um, the reason why I listen to the show, obviously, for it's Super done and your lively debates together. But it's actually also because I think that with the youth especially, there's so much programming going on with social media or maybe being in university or... Being with friends, there's peer pressure from lots of dif- different angles in our society, and the reason why I continue to listen to your show is just to saturate my mind and my um, my heart in health, freedom, and to be exposed to that, and just kind of have this deprogramming, as you could say. Mm-hmm. So that's why I listen to the show, to continue to saturate my mind in health freedom. And thanks for all you do, of course.
0: So that's in the
4: running. That's a championship call right there. They're all really great in wow. their own way, but I keep thinking. Did, like, she this say is the she, winner. did
1: she say she listened to it for me? Yes, yes.
4: yes she did.
0: Yes, that was a I'm, number I, one.
1: I'm, I'm putting the asterisk on that one. That now, one sure. is like I mean, that
0: one's high atop the charts uh, <laughs> right now. I'm thinking that could be a winner. Uh, and especially because she talked about the young generation, and I know she's yeah. uh, uh, of that generation. "You
4: Complete sure. Me" was pretty good, though. That nice. was yeah, that,
0: but you both complete me. That yeah. was that's in the running too. Uh, so yeah. Uh, what else? All right,
1: have? one more. One more to go. One more to go. Here it is.
7: Hey, Robert, it's DJ Katie Organic and Mark. And we're in Florida, and we just wanted to call in and say why we watch the Robert, listen to the Robert Scott Bell Show and watch it also, too. We feel like it's really helped us heal ourselves. We learn a lot of tips about gardening. It's also very, very entertaining. And we get to hear lectures from Don some days about how we're like vampires because we use 15 watt light bulbs. <laughs> Thought you get a kick out of that. You guys are great. Keep up the good work.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah, yesterday Super Don went on a rant about 15 watt light bulbs, and DJ Katie took offense because they used them. <laughs> That's so great. Uh, Did you hear that, Michael? No, I didn't get around yeah. to that. The I'll very send it end. to you.
1: Yeah, I'll send it to you. I, I made myself laugh on that one because nice. there's certain there are. St- I, it's just, yeah, I, am I just weird in the thing yeah. where it's like that? Yes, you are, all right. So, but you're <laughs> telling me that there aren't like certain topics that if somebody happens to bring it up around you. You are like locked and loaded and ready to go to rant on that particular. T- Isn't that normal? Michael I mean,
0: has that, yes, right.
1: And that—that's one of them. For whatever reason, my kids Whoa. hate me for that crap. But it's—it's it's yours,
4: like, Michael. Mine's a uh, urine therapy.
1: <laughs> oh, well. You're locked and loaded on that, are
0: you? I don't even want to know. Nice. That I means- love this. <laughs> We didn't get anybody <laughs> saying that. Uh, we hate it when you talk about urine therapy. Just, Trump. Do Just Trump. Just Trump.
4: No Trump. Trump. Yeah. Plenty of urine. No Trump.
1: <laughs> All, <laughs> All right. I'm well, that, that is the callers. Thank you guys for calling in and, and participating. Mm-hmm. Um, so at this point, I guess the I, I, I do
0: uh, Let's do the random ones first. Did you Two make them? Those? Did
1: you like note the ones that you liked? Yeah, I, I did. I, did I, you happen I, to do them by number or by name? Please tell me you didn't do it by name. <sighs> I'm sorry, dude. I, I think
0: I got them in. No, I got them by name, but I also uh, put them in order. So I think that we could figure it out. Okay. You just name them now. If I, I'm numbering them now. I've
1: got four in the running right now. Nine,
0: nine, 10, 11, 12. How many did you say there were?
1: There's 14 altogether, but, but there was uh, Mickey
0: was the first. I'm not going One was a mom. two-parter. Mom doesn't count. She's automatic. She gets an okay.
1: apricot. So uh, okay.
0: if you counted her as one, then it's okay, I guess. Uh, but I, I I didn't. But so based on that, first let's just do the two randoms. Okay. And then we'll 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 vote on, and then Michael can have a say in it too, because I think we've got some in the running for the right. grand prize, which will be who knows what bonus.
1: So we're looking at a total of fourteen. Mm-hmm. So let me get over here and go here and there. Let's bring that out a little bit. All right, so. There's the spinning wheel okay. of apricots, mm-hmm. and so this will be for the bag first of apricots, bag. Yes, first bag of apricots. We dried RSB show apricots.
0: We used to have sound effects with this.
1: Yeah, so I, I can't do that the way I've got it set up
0: here. Gotcha. All right, so this is a random selector number four. So I think that is one, two, three. For, is that Thomas from Baton Rouge? Baton Rouge? Uh,
1: let's see here. Uh, yes, it is. Thomas from Baton Rouge. Nicely this done. Is Thomas, Thomas Richard from
2: Baton Rouge. Yep.
0: Well done, Thomas. You are winner. So we'll have to find out how to ship stuff to Baton, Baton Rouge uh, wow. <clears throat> for your apricots. Thank you for calling in and saying why you listen to and like the Robert Schaapel show.
1: All right. All right. So I'm going to remove number four. Okay. From the wheel, and we'll give it another spin here. Now,
0: will that alter how we do the the count or not? No. Okay. Okay, number seven. Would you get a name on seven? I think that might be, let's see. Oh, boy. That's Chris.
5: (laughs) (laughs) It worked. It totally
0: worked. Ballot stuffing is real. Yeah, they—they see, that's why ballot stuffing is a great way to get your candidate in (laughs) and win some. So Chris and Lourdes technically are going to get deaths. They're going to get some. uh, I don't think
4: Lourdes won.
0: No, but Chris might share. if That's up to him,
1: clearly. It's a package deal. She'll probably run out to the mail and get it first name. Right, and
0: Chris won't get any. It's like, oh, my gosh. No, Lourdes is loving. She'll give give him (laughs) one piece. (laughs) Way to go. I right to go, Chris. All right, well done. So, um, in the running, I think for the, I, I think uh, was it B in, in uh, Rosen. She in Sandusky, Ohio. She was one because she said, "You both complete me." That was that was like very special uh, for me. Aubrey in Minnesota was very very meaningful and impactful. A young person who l- listens to it for Super Don. Who Mike was Judith. this one? Aubrey Aubrey yeah in Minnesota that's like number uh 13 13 right and B is what number 11 I think yes or something like that and is there one that you guys thought uh uh, three in the running and we'll knock it down to one somehow we'll figure it out was there another one that jumped out you're like that was really creative and awesome
1: what about you Bolden is there one that sticks out for you
4: I'm gonna defer for just a moment while I process this okay okay Super, you have one?
0: Did you have one besides? Well, those two? I marked
1: four. There were four, and I you know, I, okay. I so I figured, you know what? Then what I'll do is I'll wait to find out, Robert, which ones you picked. Oh, so see which one's gives, matched. That gives two. So we are currently looking at eleven and thirteen. Mm-hmm. They got voted on by both you and me.
4: Okay. I I wanted to throw out caller number one was my favorite. Mom? Ooh. But she's an automatic winner.
0: She's, she's already getting that because.
4: Okay. Yeah. But that's still awesome, wasn't it?
0: Yes. You know just-
1: what? Here's what I'm going to say. How about the new caller? The person that just found out about the show. That was cool, too. That called and was very impressed with stuff. And it's going to be. So that was caller number eight.
0: I didn't understand if it was Nicole or Tocole.
1: It almost <laughs> sounded like Stickole to me. Yeah. But um, I, I can still. I mean, if so I we'll need put to, put I can put that in
0: it. the mix. So we got what, three? that are competing for the 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 big prize, whatever that might be. I'll throw in some bonus silver and copper or something, you know, along with. The... So we got
1: 8, 11, and 13.
0: Yeah, right now we got 8, 11, and 13. So was there a fourth one that you felt really strongly about, Super D? Oh, yeah, my mom's going to win already, <laughs> Super Don. <laughs> what? Michael's holding up the number one for mom.
1: Oh, gotcha. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, And, and Bolden's going to get some, too, so. Gretel, this is really sweet of you, RSP, to share your bounty with. Look, I'm thrilled that I can do this. Honestly, it was a, an amazing thing to have the bounty this year. We've had them before, but keeping up with it was crazy. And also, my buddy Scott Scherner and his wife Deb and their daughter uh, Sierra came over and picked up hundreds, and they took it home so that they can do stuff with it. I'm probably going to end up with some preserves too, but I'm just mm-hmm. I want to see this stuff used, and then. Uh, Now we have all the the apricot kernels, too, but I haven't figured out what to do with that just yet.
4: You know how to make the preserves? I'm not a
0: preserve guy. I know there's boiling, there's adding things. It's a whole different.
4: My mother used to do this with grapes. I mean, Mm -hmm. we'd have the entire, basically the entire house had cheesecloth with grapes in it, draining into jars, and then she'd can it for the fall and winter every year. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. But boiling,
0: draining. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's complicated. Lots of work. Right. All right, we,
1: I think. Yeah. How about we go with number ten? Mm-hmm. That was Erica. I'm going to give her extra um, kudos because she called back after she had called because she remembered that she had two done days what she later was, too. She right, called out, yeah. right, and that yeah, that that, that I was kind of impressed with.
4: Okay. All right. So the lesson is if you want to win a bonus prize, you need to be dedicated.
1: Yeah. You prove it. So it's you, 8, 10, 11, and 13.
4: All right. Now the question
0: is because we don't have a, a set of rule book or guidelines on this. You know, it's like, do you feel, how do you feel strongly about Because they're all awesome.
1: And, well, how about we'll, we'll employ, because we like them all. So how about we'll employ the wheel one more time with those four people?
0: Okay. I'm, I'm hard-pressed to not want to send everybody some if I have enough. But, yes, this is going to hurt because I want them all to get stuff.
1: Wait a minute. So you're saying you want to send all four of them?
0: <sighs> Can I you? Do. I, I do. Don't, I don't, I've done a lot of bags, and I've got more rounds coming, and I've got to get – Are you able more. to
4: eat it all yourself? If not, just send it. Well, eventually I could, but I mean, not <laughs> in one setting. Gosh, yeah. Of
0: course well, I could.
1: Heck, that would, that would be one heck of a way to end this contest, wouldn't it? Yeah.
0: The best contest ever. All right. So, wh- how about this? Um, I'm going to say, uh, all right, let's 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 pick the grand prize winner first. Let's do that. Okay. See who's going to win. Now, we got, you said the numbers you got.
1: I said the numbers, but what I'm going to do is I'm just going to do one, two, three, and four. Okay. And it'll be in the order 8, 10, 11, 13. So it'll okay. be one, two, three, or four. Okay. Let's do that. All right. So, let's see what happens here.
0: All right, it's spinning with no sound effects. <laughs> click,
1: like click, 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 yeah. click, 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 click. Oh, number that? Two, two, yeah, which Eight ends 11. up being number ten. That's Erica.
0: Oh, Erica, nice. Erica, Who called back twice, right? That's right. She's the new listener as well, or or no? No, no. no, no, no she no, said no. she's
4: been
1: listening. She yeah.
0: listened for a while. Well, Erica, congratulations! Your persistence has paid off. And I tell you what, I'll do. <clears throat> I don't know that I'll have enough. I think I will. But of those three that, you know, of the four we, we selected because they were like extra, um, I will say if I have extra to send, I will if we can find out there. And if nothing else, I can send them like a bottle of silver or copper or something as a thank you.
4: bottle of silver, Mike. Wow. That's an awesome. Thank you.
0: Some sovereign silver, some sovereign copper, or maybe both. I just, like I said, I'm so grateful that you guys did that much less that you're part of the show, support the show. Some of you are patron supporters. Some of you are not, but again, (laughs) just sharing the show is a gift for us because we don't have a lot of outreach other than you sharing the show. So thank you for doing that. And um, Michael, I'm still going to send you some, even though I'm, Send an extra out.
4: You can just send me some love. Yo, know, you got the love all the time. You complete me. <laughs> what about Super Don? When I say you to the RSB show, I yes. say it as you. It means both of us. Uh, it means the RSB show.
1: Our yeah. pronouns are they them. <laughs> so <Yes. laughs> Bolden,
0: is there is there something that annoys you about what we do? Because like I said, we heard about the Trump reference, and I get it totally do because he's on everything. And so why do we even bother?
1: I guess. But well, you know, Robert, th- 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 that makes me think that you've just kind of come up with an interesting idea. I think the next contest it? we should do, yeah, is please call call in and don't tell us tell us what you, annoys you about the Robert Scott Bell show.
4: <laughs> wow, <laughs> you're asking for
0: trouble,
1: aren't you? Yeah. What if
0: they say Super Don? Wouldn't that be great? I, well, whatever. Can you take it? I yes, don't know. I can if, take- I, I'm sensitive. I might not be able to handle that. Really. Yeah, I can fall I off know. a bike, but I don't know about, you know, telling me I'm annoying. Okay, My wife can tell me that. That's okay. I think it would be My fine. kids can tell me that, yeah.
1: Constructive criticism.
0: Yeah. So, Super D, make note of the top four. Again, we figured the grand prize winner. Of the three of those four, I, I want to do something for them, too, so if we can find out their address. So addressing. 11,
1: 13, and 14, will get the... Uh Apricots, The lovely parting gifts. Well, uh, and,
0: and if I have enough apricots, I'd, I'd, I'll send them. I just don't know at this moment because I, I, I promised okay. them to who, who else? Jamie Dorley and Christine glynn from Nutritional Frontiers. I want to, you know, send thanks to everybody because you guys are so awesome for supporting us. And uh, you Do you know, have any way to up your uh, apricot production next year? I don't know how I could up it more than, it, than <laughs> this year. You, if you see this tree, oh, my gosh.
4: Well, you need a second tree.
0: Yeah. No, I, I would, I would not exactly to be, no. to do anything. <laughs> no, I mean, it was hard to keep up. And especially, you know, my wife and daughter went out for four days or four and a half days. And I'm like scrambling to keep up with it all. And, and somehow we did. But uh, it's been a while. But again, I'm grateful for the opportunity. So I'm out there going, thank you for the bounty. Thank you. For the-. Yeah. I can only think in terms of gratitude. Yeah. Because what did I have to do? Uh, you know, we inherited the tree. Last year we had a late freeze and we got nothing. So I, I know what a lean year is like, too. In those bountiful years, I just want to make sure I save every one of them and I can't. It's just
4: too much. So, man, you know. if you did the same thing with the tomatoes.
0: Yeah, we got some tomatoes. Nancy could use more, but uh, there are some good ripe ones coming out. Cucumbers we found the other day. I picked a bunch of green beans uh, yesterday. I learned so... a
4: trick. Uh, I haven't tried it yet. Mm-hmm. Instead of using, I'm trying to cut back on my sugar intake. Mm-hmm health update (laughs) Mm -hmm. so uh, i've been doing a lot of smoothies with a lot of green dandelion uh, spinach and things like that Mm -hmm. and i'm trying to cut out the banana Mm -hmm. Uh, not that i a little too sweet yeah i think it's just too much sugar when i think of the protein powder and the cardio miracle is kind of sweet in there too i throw that in my smoothies and I got the uh, the recommendation of freezing a cucumber and use it in there, and then you still get kind of that frozen thicker texture too. So I might try that. Mm, interesting. Uh, as I said,
0: I'm not a big fan of cucumbers. I'll eat them. I don't mind, but I love them when they're pickled and super done. Oh well, yeah. Pickle
4: some for me,
1: aren't you? I like anything pickled. Eggs, all of it. I don't know if it'll make it out of the house after it's done. So <laughs> see, see what I get. Ah, That's the yeah. gratitude. Yeah. Well, well some, somebody honesty. didn't send me a freeze dryer, so
0: I don't need them freeze dried. I don't think. you— Do you freeze dried pickles? pickles? I, I don't not know heard about those. That's you can freeze dry anything, can't you? I, you could freeze dry anything. I'm I think sure it would be interesting
1: that. to find out what a freeze dried pickle would be like.
0: Yeah. I well, actually, I, one of the the freeze dryer runs, I accidentally put one of the the, the seeds I ever got kernels in. And it got lighter, too. You know, I picked that up compared to a regular one. No water mm-hmm. content in that one. Uh, so
1: that's cool. Did you, uh, have you, like, tried other, like, weird things just because you're like, I wonder what this would be like. Like what? I, free- I-, I freeze-dried my shoe. Look at this out, man. <laughs> well, Look my shoe got
0: lighter, yeah. it's like. Where's the cat? Juice. Oh, Don't freeze-dry the cat.
2: <laughs> wow.
0: Freeze-dry the dog if he chews through the, wow. the wires again, Super Don. Yeah. Yeah. Kidding. Uh, Leslie says she needs a freeze dryer. I heard that the Harvest Right Company is running a special on refurbished units, as much as nine hundred dollars off, which is huge discount. So if you want, we've loved ours, and thanks to Allison, our super supporter, a uh, patron uh, who gave it to me for my birthday a few years back, one of the, one of the most amazing, generous gifts I've ever received. That's uh, awesome, just out of the blue, yeah. and it's provided you know a lot of opportunity for us to do our own food storage and preservation. Cause you can buy freeze-dried stuff from the health ranger, which is great. He's got good organic stuff, but it's, it's again, it's very pricey relative to what, if you were doing it yourself, it's the labor intensive and you're paying for a little electricity, but it's not that bad. Honestly, it's been, it's been, I think, worth it over time if you use it it's really not amazing. if
4: you're not paying for electricity if the apartment complex happens to have um, a power outlet just outside your patio like we do here no way that's awesome <laughs> i haven't tried to jack that yet but oh I thought, in an emergency
1: <laughs> that is cool yeah yeah that's like the the guy that gets his water turned off and he runs a hose like from the neighbors spigot <laughs> yeah. right uh, up over the fence you know
4: I promised myself I would never be that guy, but it's uh, you know it's in the back of my head. Mm. Yeah. Wow. All right. So when's the next Nullify Now tour? <laughs> it's happening <laughs> at this moment. We're uh, doing it right here. And I wasn't invited. You're. This is. This is it.
0: This is it. Oh, okay. Nullify Now tour on the Robert Scott Bell show. Such great memories of that for all of y'all who have been part of that in the years past. We'll never forget well, how impactful that has been in, in my life. You know, what it opened me up to as far as a community and, and yeah. others. So, yeah. It's one of those things I look back and like there was nothing wasted about any of those. I only wish I could have been at every one. I was at a few? But...
4: Well, RSB show, you complete me. <laughs> well, <laughs> where's Sarah Beth today? Uh, Right now she's feeding two little parrots, but she has the day off today. Mm -hmm. Um, So just kind of hanging out. She was out by the pool for a while, which is kind of nice. Will she come in and say hi? I always ask. I don't think I can get her away from the birds. Uh, They can bring the birds in or will will they chew up the wires? No, they are not allowed. They will go bonkers in there? As soon as they see me, they're going to be diving all over me and biting at things.
0: Right. How safe is it to, to visit now with the I mean, I've been there. They've been sorta of nice to me in pre- previous times. Well, they love you. Oh, they do. Okay, they still do they have memories? They
4: remember who, who they liked and who didn't. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like turquoise, the female, loves yeah. you. I am yeah. certain she'll she'll not see someone that she likes hmm. for a year or longer and as soon as she sees that person, like launches right to them and just wants to hang out. Awesome. So be wary. Awesome. Hey, remember, we had
0: Trinity School of Natural Health, uh, Jim Evans, on yesterday. It's not just Biblical Coach, all our programs, they, they, they re, you know, kind of every, every month, they restart a bunch of them, and go to trinityschool.org, School, Trinity and I hope to see everybody at the Trinity Health Freedom Expo coming up in October as well. Uh, Nutritional Frontiers, I mentioned, they've got big sales for August, a lot of stuff I'm using, and you can use the RSB 15 code to discount that, uh, and the lozenges. Remember the DMG as well. They have also the SPMs. That's the specialized pro-resolving mediators. like They're like essential fatty acids plus, right? Very focused, good stuff. And their hemp CBD we love as well. And shout out to Foley MPX. Also, we mentioned Orange Guard. I don't think we did today. Our buddy Tor, who's in California, a real hippie environmentalist, but he put his money where his mouth is to develop Orange Guard, the delimiting based pesticide that's not harmful to the environment. If you would, please go to Whole Foods or call a Whole Foods and say, hey, I want some Orange Guard, because they carry it in their system. They need to know there's demand for it. Also, you can get it at your local Ace Hardware store and direct if you want to, orangeguard.com. Thank you, Tor, for your support, and I love what you do for the environment. You're not.
4: I bought some. I haven't tested it out yet.
0: Oh, you have some. Do
4: you, I do. You have... I have a, one of the little hand sprayer ones. Yep. Yeah. Uh, cause we get little silverfish and spiders, okay. but uh, I thought maybe it was going to get overwhelming, but it hasn't. So mm-hmm. I have it as a backup. Do you have your backup point. plan.
0: Yeah. I was wondering LA, you do get some bugs there. It's not as bad as back East in Florida where I was, man, uh, the
4: moment something drops, like when I was doing these, uh, Oh, the spiders in orange County, California are in, I've never seen anything like it, Well, they, they keep the bugs down then the spiders probably do. They, right. You know, yeah. Yeah. But back in Florida, of
0: course, they got big spiders too, but there's still more bugs than spiders. <laughs> yeah. So if you're in Florida, you want to deal with those things, Orange Guard, OrangeGuard.com. All right, Super D, what else we got to do? Thank you for everybody that called in. That was fun to do that with Michael Bolden here. I was I enjoyed that a lot to have, have uh have you here, Michael, for that. I enjoyed it as well. Yeah. Well, give Sarah Beth a big hug. I don't know if you're going for a bike ride today or tomorrow, but don't fall off like I did. <laughs> no,
4: I'm not as I'm not as crazy about it as you are. You know, I I don't like the electric Full. assist
0: bikes, but I could have used one yesterday going up. Oh, I'll say yeah. that. Yeah.
4: I mean, I prefer my my actual manual bike, but once in a while the electric assist up a big hill is nice. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what we're
0: doing for Sunday conversations yet. Uh, our buddy uh, Kevin is moving to Israel on Saturday with his family, so that's a big move. I don't know, you know, what we can ask him to help us with as far as booking somebody or not for Sunday Super D. Just got to think creatively here. Maybe Sarah Beth. She wants to do a Sunday conversation with me.
4: I'm not sure that would be her favorite uh, conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not putting her on the spot, but, oh, but you want to talk it. about brewing kombucha or making sourdough? She—that's a different story. That's a
0: good Sunday conversation. Yeah. She's amazing at that too. Yeah. So we had uh, they shared scobies at the uh, Leslie RSB Union. Oh, cool. Yeah, that was that was awesome too. So, Tuberty, last word. Everybody loves you. They listen for you. You complete them. Um.
4: Yeah, I don't know.
1: <laughs>
4: there. Who was it that said that they liked my laugh? The person who said you're the most amazing thing on earth and if the, the, that other somebody, guy wasn't on the show, they'd somebody, still listen.
1: Somebody who said that they liked my laugh.
0: I thought that was great, too. That I don't even fun. remember it because you don't usually. Well, occasionally I'll catch you off guard. Yeah. And you will have a big, big belly laugh, so to speak. It just comes from right deep, deep down. And those are fun for me. I love to, to launch you into that. And you're just not expecting it. Yes. It happens. Every once in a while. Yeah.
1: All right, well, thanks for tuning in, guys. We had a good week here, and um, thanks, Michael, for hanging out with us and being part of the I love it. Thanks for having me be part of it. This was so fun.
0: You made this calendar year better than it should have been. (laughs) No pressure,
1: but it has to keep getting better, right? Yeah, well, the year's not over. Mm
4: -hmm. Are you wearing one of our hats today? Yeah, he always does, every
1: time he's on. This is my
4: every other Friday uniform. That's right. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome.
1: You just now noticed that?
4: Oh, yeah, because it's and I just got screen. the sovereign copper copper on auto ship. Yeah, okay. I mean I'm in.
0: Yeah, all the way in. And and yeah, we didn't get to talk much about your back today, but we'll give you some time to keep making those incremental steps to the better. And we'll talk
4: in two weeks. Two
1: weeks. That'll be you awesome. guys are
4: the best and complete me. Have a great weekend, everybody. Big hugs, right. everybody. Thank you.